In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. Welcome to your Wednesday episode. Uh, two more days until the weekend. And we have something today that is going to either uh, really make the, the rest of the week just fly by or it's really going to just ruin your week. It's going to push it. It's going to stop it dead in its tracks. Uh, especially if you're a Puritan. This is a very sexy podcast you're about to listen to today. It's very intense. It's very sexual. And I've, I say it at the beginning of the intro in the actual pod, but I want to remind it again because I just don't want, if you have kids, you know, you make them leave for the next couple hours, send them to the mall with some money, make sure they wear a face mask and just enjoy this because this is going to be sexy time. And we, we're going to have a lot of laughs, but we're also going to learn things about our bodies. And uh, so that's what this is. This is going to be the third part in the trilogy of the Fifty Shades of Grey movie trilogy that I do with the one and only Annabelle DeSisto. So we're going to get right into it because there's not a lot of Bravo news, but I will say I just watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and holy shit, you guys, I think I've been wrong about Erica Jane the whole time. I think she might be totally innocent. No, I'm fucking joking. She's completely it is insane what you got. Like anybody that believes Erica Jane, you've got, and I'm already fired up for Friday. And God bless you, Sutton, and God bless you, Garcelle, and Dorit. And Dorit, what a flame out over two episodes. All she had to do was just shut the F up this season. And the last two episodes, she's been in like, just, I mean, it's sad. We all have friends that are complete flip-floppers and Dorit is one of those. And it pains me to say she could have coasted on Buka for the rest of her life. And she just, she's blown it completely. The whole thing is wild, but I am telling you tonight's episode was another amazing episode in a season of amazing episodes so i can't wait for you guys to watch it and i can't wait for to on friday when you guys get to hear my recap so i'm percolating i'll have to watch it again and and see if my feelings change at all uh but once again i i'm rinna horrible by the way how bad is it when teddy takes your side when teddy's like oh erica i think she makes a lot of sense like it's oh thanks teddy the most boring person that's ever been on this show amazing like half the people didn't even know who she was at that table and they'd worked with her for five years anyways i have a lot of opinions as always about that but today is not about bravo today is about horrible movies that pretend like they're sexy and there's no chemistry between the two stars. Uh, Annabelle DeSisto is uh, one of my favorite people to work with. She is one of the first people that have ever had me on her pod. Uh, and we tease joke all the time because the first time I met her, she was so mean to me at a cheesecake factory and she acted like she didn't know. She was real. I mean, just she she was really snotty to me and she's going to hate that I said it. But I say it every time she was. And. She says she was just joking, but I I don't buy it. But uh, I will say you can hear all of our Twilight recaps over on her podcast, Adderall and Compliments, as well as our tribute to the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez uh, movie, Geely. That's over there as well. And then the three Fifty Shades of Grey movies are here. Uh, the other two are here if you have not heard them. I know there's a lot of new listeners. Hi, hello. I hope this doesn't completely turn you off. If sexy movies aren't your thing, um, if recapping sexy movies aren't your thing, just skip until uh, tomorrow's episode or go back and listen to like the 200 other ones I've done. Um, also, the only reason I say this too is because the last time I did this, uh, was, you know, somebody I was close to said, uh, oh, that was uh, really interesting. The stuff you said, uh, the sex stuff you said. And then I felt kind of bad. I was like, oh no, I thought I was just being weird, you know? So I just wanted, so we're all on the same page. I, we will say weird things about butts and boobs, and I hope we can all be adults and uh, just enjoy this as adults. So without further ado, uh, the final uh, 
film in a trilogy, Fifty Shades Freed. Here is Annabelle DeSisto. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to uh, this is this is there's a finality to today because we've we've come to the end of a trilogy, another trilogy, if you will. Now, I want to remind you before I introduce our uh, our next guest that I've already we've already done many uh, movies together. Most recently, you can hear our Geely review, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's Opus film uh, over on her podcast, Adderall and Compliments, but we've also done the entirety of the Twilight, all 10 movies of the Twilight franchise over on hers as well. And we uh, did this uh, Fifty Shades of Grey uh, trilogy over on this podcast, So Bad It's Good. So there's been so many bad movies between the two podcast that I've I've seen more bad movies in this last year and a half than I ever have in my own my whole life and um it just keeps getting worse I feel and I feel like today we're going to talk potentially about the worst one of them all in in so many ways but I think it's colored by everything that we've done in the past so just and also I just want to tell you at the beginning just to warn everybody I, I'm not joking. This will be for adults only. This is going to be, we're talking sexy stuff here. We're talking passion. We're talking naked body parts inserting into other naked body parts. So I want to make sure we're all adults here because I don't want it to be like, I got halfway through and it really disgusted me what they said. Just know that if you're squeamish about sex, this is not going to be the podcast for you. And I have eight different ones that I release a week that I'm sure you can find something in there. Please don't let your kids listen to this. Although it would be cool if, if, it, if your kids did sneak and listen to this and this is how they learned about sex. Uh, but I just want to like, I just want to say that I'm just, and also I don't want anybody that thinks they know me and then they hear this and they're like, Oh my God, who knew he was so creepy. I've always told you I was creepy. This is just two friends being creepy together on a podcast and that's okay. But I just want to warn everybody because I don't want to get in here and I don't want to say something about a butt or something. And everybody's like, what? I don't want to be canceled for 50 shades of gray. I much would have rather been canceled for twilight. So without further ado, let me, uh, let me introduce the, the queen of movie recaps, uh, Miss Annabelle DeSisto from the pod, uh, podcast Adderall and compliments. Uh, Annabelle, how are we today? Mr. Bailey, I am so oh, excited God. to do this. See, even when she says Mr. Bailey, because that's a throwback, you guys, to Mr. Gray will see you now, the, the pervert from these books and movies. I mean, I've been on pins and butt plugs waiting to do this review with you. I am well, so excited. This one took a couple months to get to. And I, I have to say, I have worn a butt plug for the entirety. Uh, I put... I put my lucky butt plug in. Uh, after yeah, I feel finished. like you really edged the audience. I mean, you took this took a while. This was like tantric sex. This was like sting and Judy. Oh, by, by the way, what a what a bad plug! I didn't even get. This isn't even sponsored by Dame uh, Female Toy Products. Like that, this would have been a good tie-in with them, and I didn't even think about that. Can you say your promo code? Uh, I think it's so bad fourteen. That sounds very convincing. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. They, why is know, it 14? Why isn't it like, why isn't it 69? Like, why is it, we, for, what's for 14? Uh, my inches. <laughs> <laughs> of my ass. No, seriously, these guys are disgusting in this movie. These guys are, and I, just to remind everybody, this is the kind of movie where you watch the second one or the first one and there's, in my head, there was not even a, like, there was never a, I want to find out what happens next. It was like, good, I'm finished. 
And even in the, after the second one, I put it to bed. And then when we, we had to do the third one, I went in cold again. Like I forgot about these people. I didn't know where we were at. I, th- I thought I had a stroke at some point. I was like, what? And it turns out they're getting married. Like I had no, like there was this whole other subplot about the guy from the second film. And I, I didn't even realize that until like 10 minutes in the movie. I was like, oh, there was, and I swear to God that I think it's played by a different actor. Was it played by a different actor, this guy? Because no, he just didn't uh, look familiar. The character Jack Hyde, Jacqueline Hyde. Yeah, wait, no. They, did the dildos play themselves? The, <laughs> the same dildos? They look different in this one. I just love that they took the most boring character from the second movie, and that's saying a lot. And like, okay, we'll take the character that nobody really cared about in the last one, and we'll put all our chips on this one. This will be like the main focus for this <laughs> movie. So everything is telegraphed so. Like, just like little things, like a spoiler alert, guys, uh, like she gets pregnant and like she's like six weeks in and she's already touching her belly like an eight month pregnant lady. She's like, oh, it's just me and you from here on out. It's like, are you what? Like, this is so there's so many insane things. And I guess the top one is just how little chemistry two people can have together. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, it just. I give her so much credit. This movie is horrific. I mean, this entire franchise, but I give her so much credit. I feel like she should win every award possible because she is doing the most. She is acting across from a fucking two by four. Wait, wait, wait. Act doing the most. You mean in just showing her body parts? I mean, she's, she is the only thing in this film that is like worth watching at all. I mean, she, like, I feel bad for Puss in Boots' daughter. I really do because she had to put up with this, like, it's the acting equivalent. I feel like it's the acting scene equivalent of like necrophilia. Like she's doing it with a dead person. Just like having uh, this entire- I feel like she is pretty. I, I feel like now this is like Siskel and Ebert. I feel like she was pretty dead herself. I couldn't I couldn't disagree more, Annabelle. But no, I, I, I think this is where like, this started, as you told me, as Twilight fan fiction. And I now see it in the fact that um, Anastasia is just as fucking boring as Belle. Like, I mean, literally, and this is, we're going into that world again where she, she paints herself as like, I'm just a boring average girl. I just, and then by the third movie, she's like, that girl's magic. Look at her go. <laughs> like she like makes an impression on everybody. She gets into an Audi and just like, look at you drive girl. Like always these fucking. She goes, I'm a race car driver. Yeah, That's like, her line. <laughs> she's adventurous. She's going into bank to cash $5 million checks. And people are like, I trust you. You know, it's so dumb. And I was, I was comparing it to the old days. Like I would have loved to have seen somebody like, julia roberts after pretty woman like in that time frame not julia roberts like now but julia roberts then i would have loved to see it have seen her do this part because you actually believe julia roberts could kind of be mousy in a way like i just don't think dakota johnson is ever mousy enough for how boring that they're painting her um how could you not buy her as mousy she has bangs yeah, she has bangs. Movie equivalent of how you show a girl she is wears like cardigans, timid you guys. and smart. It's, yeah. it's the movie equivalent of like when a character coughs into a handkerchief and they zoom in and it's like blood on it and they're like, <laughs> that's how you know the character's sick. Or like when a character goes to the fridge and they take out Chinese food and they have to smell it and then make a disgusted face. That's how you know the character is depressed. But it's just like how you show a female character is like Demir is like, I have bangs. How do you, 
how do these two people and there is nudity how does it still it comes up it makes sex look boring it makes sex look unenjoyable and i'm not even talking about the whips and the chains and all that so i'm just like this looks so boring and antiseptic and he keeps going like i want you so bad Oh, you drive me crazy. And I kept thinking like, thank God. Thank God somebody is being driven crazy by her because I am not like, think like, you know, those friends, Annabelle, where you're like, oh, thank God they like each other. Cause I hate both of them. You know, that's who this couple <laughs> is. Like they, they're sitting around thinking they're all hot to trot. And I don't think anybody else would ever want them. Like this guy's psycho. He is, he is legitimately a psychopath. Like this movie really solidified that he is one of the most evil, like evil abusive movie characters of all time. Like he is so disturbing. Like Ronan Farrow needs to do a piece on him. Oh my God. Like that's call genius. Ronan immediately. That, you know, because be, he is, it, he is so like, he's oh my a God, Annabelle, you he's just, a monster. You just Break it open. <laughs> now I wouldn't mind going back to this universe to actually do a sequel where Mr. Gray gets canceled where a lot of women come forward and it's like, he put a, he put a huge candle in my butt. He put a, he, yes, he was very crazy. He put, he did weird things, you know. I mean, he, st- I mean, he stalks her. He is so abusive in this. Honestly, the fact that he's supposed to be like, oh, he's supposed to be like so commanding, demanding like in the bedroom. Honestly, in the red room, that's when he's like the least despicable. Like every, like everywhere else, like outside of the red room is when I'm just like, oh my God, no. Red, red, red. I'm like screaming my safe word, like at the TV. Like he is also, it's like, he looks like somebody tried to like recreate like Henry Cavill from like memory, like in a 3D printer. And like- Yeah, yeah but, is, like, a, but a but a non-steroid version. He's yeah, very, like, he's a lot Somebody slender. bumped into them while they were using it. And so like they clicked a couple like more buttons. It's like, it's, and his new hair in this movie, I was like, oh, his new- it's His all new, not, it's all not working. It's all not working, except they will have these shots in the movie, you guys, where he'll take a shower and you can tell he's like, he really pumped up that day. So we can see his like, well, he's like, we always mention uh, our friend Jeff Epstein. Like, you know, there is something <laughs> about a certain type of man that loves to show, like if they have that V going on down there, they want to show the happy trail. They want to show the V. They want to show the pubis region. And you could tell he was like, um. I'm ready for my pubic scene today. Like, this is my big one. And <laughs> Dakota Johnson's like, are you kidding me? I show my tits every day on this f- movie. And you're like complaining about a pubic shot, you know? It's so fucking unfair. If Jason Siegel can do full frontal, you can show your dick for like two seconds. Are you kidding me? Well, this is why this movie should have come out today. Because we have that Sex Life TV show on Netflix. That guy shows his huge dong on episode three. We net for Mr. Gray, for this to be such a sexy movie that is primarily visited and watched by women. The fact that we don't get a dick shot at any point is is just shows you how much it's a man's world in this country still. It's not that we don't even get a dick shot. We get sex genes. We get some like Salt Lake City, Utah, Mormon ass shit of him wearing sex jeans. Like that's I don't even I don't even understand how that's possible. Like, isn't your just like your dick is just like grinding against your zipper? Like, well, let's I mean, you know, I. I like Ryan, sex when you wear your, not, not, Ryan, when you I wear told, your sex cargo pants, how does it feel? I went, uh, God, I, that would be awesome if an old Navy had a sex wear <laughs> section. Um, well, this is actually, I was, and this is where, well, we'll get to the point where they'll be like, Ryan, you shared too much. I remember when I was, I got, I had been 16 or 17 
And it was like my first girlfriend and she turned out to be like a seven year girlfriend. So, but I remember when, <laughs> when you first, when you first, uh, when you first discovered dry humping and I just remember that, that friction of like going up against your zipper. And then like, I just, I've just, I remember just, you know, releasing in my jeans and then hoping she didn't feel it. And then just having to keep grinding just to keep up appearances, you know? Cause I was like, Oh no, I hope she doesn't. I know what just happened. And then I'm like, okay, I don't think she felt it. So, you know, you just keep grinding for hours, you know? And, and then uh, you hadn't, then you hadn't miss Becky Bailey, like launder those jeans for you or you did it yourself. You know what? I didn't really think a lot about laundry back then. Now that I, I guess I'm going to have to ask my mom about this. Um, I will ask my mom about this actually, but I know I, but don't you remember like the dry humping was the thing. And like, I don't dry think the best, like dry humping is like my, I don't favorite. think, well, see, I don't think dry hump does dry humping still exist into your thirties and for, you know, like, does it dry humping still exist? Like, I, I mean, like, it just seems like is I that hope, even I mean, when I get into my thirties, I hope it's still there. <laughs> is, it, but is, is it even on the menu anymore? Like, you don't know, no, I'm like being honest. Like, I mean, I know like, I mean, it's been like, years since I like even because when you're, anyone, when you're, so I'm not when, like, I'm not a, a, but when you're an adult, it's like, you know, I, I, you know, I know you're, you know, God, God-like and, you know, save it for marriage. But if you didn't, you know that the option is right there. So either dry hump or you could possibly do the deed. Is dry humping still a thing? Oh, hey, I guys, re- so. reach out to us. It's so bad. It's good. Or <laughs> uh, call the hotline. Let me know if you still enjoy dry humping. But like, I know. It's like, you should check the TikTok. I'm sure if, if, if it's still a thing, there will be TikToks about it. <laughs> this is a what the kids say. <laughs> Here's a tip on how to dry hump. Yeah. You appropriated my dry humping technique, Addison Ray. No, I remember that I told this story way early in the podcast, but I know a lot of new listeners didn't listen. I used to tell these embarrassing hookup stories, but the same girlfriend, it, we were when we were in our dry humping phase. I remember, I just, I just, I feel like a month. I just, I remember you get like I remember it, it was in their bonus room, and I was just on top of her grinding away like an animal. Her bonus room. Yeah, you know, like it's called a bonus room, like the playroom, like for the kids, and they would like set a tea. Some it's called the bonus room, a bonus room. Okay, Anyways. so I thought you were gonna say it's like their boner room, and I was like, wow, this yeah, they, they called it the boner. They, they, they called it the boner room, and I obliged. If it, yeah, no, no, and so I was like grinding away, just you know, putting my work in, and uh, the you know, all of a sudden, we we hear this like. Uh, and we noticed her mom was standing there in the doorway ah, she had, ah. and looked white as a ghost. And she's like, I made you guys nachos. And I, I shit you not this woman for the remainder of the relationship, which was like five more years, five and a half more years after this thought I was the devil because just imagine this big hunk of meat just on top of fully clothed <laughs> On top of your daughter, just going, like obviously out of breath, but still pushing forward. Just you imagine know? you telling like that, like viral, like video, of, like the tortoises having sex, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and she and you could just, the mom really liked me up until that point, like really liked me, and it just never was the same. But I got to imagine if you visually see, and it looked like she had been standing there for a while, you know. Oh. 
I no, mean, it was so it was so it was so brutal. Like I, it was one of those things where I was like, can I just leave out the second story window? Like she and I just remember I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to say goodbye to your mom. Please don't. She's like, just say goodbye, just say goodbye. I'm like, goodbye, Miss Ivy, goodbye, Miss Ivy. And then I just like ran out. It was so horrible. I give you so much credit for, I mean, lasting five more years. Are you? I wouldn't last five more minutes. I would. I, I would pull like a reverse Kool-Aid man. I would burst through the wall and like leave. Like I would not be able to, oh no. I, oh, we moved out to LA together. Like it was, the, it was like a, I mean. Is this the one who uh, ended up dating um, yeah, South Park guy? Yeah, South Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, so I, hey. Well, so I'm I, sure the mom still much prefers you over the South Park guy. No, I think she really liked the South Park guy, actually. Because the South, because her family moved to Hawaii. I'm just kidding. Who the fuck wouldn't like the South That's Park That's right. Guy? I was like, okay, <laughs> he had a place in Maui, you know, and they lived in Hawaii. Uh, they had moved. Anyway, anyways, we're getting too deep into, like, I'm like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fifty Shades of Grey, though. Sorry, I do always bring up the South Park guy to you. Well, no, it's just like I always bring up um, when you like to make love, you Ryan! personally, oh! you like to watch the TV show Greek like you did with your college boyfriend. She made a deal, you guys, just to remind you, if you're new to this, you can oh. listen to the other two. But she made a deal like she would get to watch Greek during sex. <laughs> so she would like disassociate, which is what I see like with a lot of women when they talk about serial killers doing things to them, they disassociate. And it's like, that's kind of like you with your ex-boyfriend. You disassociated and watched Greek. That was, yeah, that was like my safe place um, in college. Was that, I was, was, at the, that was my thing. I was <laughs> at the dentist today and they let me watch Netflix during. And I was like, that's kind of like what you went through. Like they were just like putting things in my mouth and I just watched yeah, Netflix. Yeah, distracting myself while I'm getting drilled. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, hey Hey, some Ryan Bailey signature humor. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, that's my. I I'm the one that said make love. Bailey. Wait, I'm the one that said make love. You're the one that's grossed out by that. It's right. Like you. See, oh my god. Do you see how red I get when you say that? Like it means it makes me so uncomfortable. Hey, there's a right. in the dark. Nobody can see when you're red. Um, <laughs> okay, so this movie, you guys, is called. Like, honestly, I'd rather say like I'd rather somebody be like instead of like I'm gonna. ML to you. Like, I'd rather say, I'm like, I'm going to gang, like, you're going to get gang banged. I would so much prefer that than like the ML thing. Like, the ML is just. By the way, that's speaking of gang Speaking of gang bangs, though, like, if this movie really wanted to push the button, there would be some kind of gang bang at some point. Like, well, say hello to all my friends, Anastasia. You know, like, hi, I'm, (laughs) hi, I'm Bucky. Hi, I'm Randy. I'm Dusty. You know, like, and like, that would be like different characters and stuff. And then, like, you know, I mean, the fact fight. that he doesn't even let her talk to another man. It's like he oh. has like crazy, like spidey sense of he like has this radar whenever Anna's talking to like another male. You guys, she comes to her jo- she comes to her job and like interrupts a meeting and then tells her client to take a walk, you know, like, hey, I need to talk to her real quick. And you know, she's like that's um that's not cool to do. He's like, I own this place. And she's like, okay, on her whatever. first day of work back, she's it's been there for so... two hours. And he first, well, I know that we'll get to it, but it's yeah. just, oh my God, this has no, <laughs> did you look on Rotten Tomatoes? This has an 11%. Oh, that, I feel like that's like high. Like even like this, like even this, this is the kind of movie where Randall Emmett does better than these kind of movies. You know, like you're like Randall Emmett's like, this is trash. Um, this has the same radius Freddie got fingered. 
is uh, also you, another. But by the way, you love these movies. You love Freddy Got Fingered and stuff. So um, this movie's called Fifty Shades Freed, F-R-E-E-D, which is really one of the worst names for him. Like, I mean, no, I don't. What? What does it mean? Like the movie wasn't free. I I paid eight bucks for this. Like what? <laughs> what is freed about? Like Fifty Shades Freed, like. What is it like if we're to derive anything from the title? What are we deriving here? I guess that it's like you're finally released, like that this is going to be the last like this is going to be the last one. It's like your last day in prison. Well, that's what I kept thinking the entire time. I was like, just get through this. Just, you know, just just treat it like Annabelle during an episode of Greek. You know, it'll all be (laughs) over if you just keep the only thing that's sad about this is like I'm taking notes. I'm uh, putting out Instagram stories and I'm just like, wow, I've never hated something so much i mean except for like the this made me really appreciate how good twilight is comparatively you know it's like i i did not appreciate twilight when we had it like Like, i was like oh my god twilight is kind of magical now that i'm thinking about it you know i mean if there was a scene even half as likable as hey arizona how you like in the rain girl in any of these three movies (laughs) i'd be thrilled but there's not but imagine hey bella look a worm but imagine if Edward was like, I want to take you to my room, Bella. I want to do things to you. I, you know, it's just, but also, you know, I would have really loved to see another actor in this role to see if like, is I, my assumption is this is just a horrible role, but like, I wonder if somebody could do something like, wouldn't it be interesting? Yeah, to see Charlie Nick- Hunnam was supposed to do it, but yeah, Charlie Hunnam from it. Sons of Anarchy, but he must've realized like, God damn, this is shit. This is horrible. You know, but I would have loved to have seen like Nicolas Cage, like a young Nicolas Cage. Like, <laughs> imagine somebody that actually fucking looks weird. It's like, oh, he really is into this kind of stuff, you know? Like, whatever, like Steve Buscemi is this guy, like, Mr. Gray will see you now. It's like, no, I'm good. I don't want to see him. <laughs> like, ah! ah! <laughs> yes, Anastasia. It's already, it's already scary enough. And he's in, he's a con- like conventionally, like, a good looking man. Yeah. Yeah. Like just absolutely like less than nothing for me. Like I just cannot believe I cannot believe on the third movie. It's like the music in this movie is it's all ethereal, the weekend kind of horrendous. like horrendous. I, I cannot believe they had Danny Elfman do this. Jack, like the voice of Jack Skellington himself who's an incredible composer, who's like one of the most talented people in the world. You wasted his fucking time. But you could even tell he phoned it in. I couldn't even, I couldn't tell you anything about the orchestra. You could have gotten fucking Jenna Elfman to do this. It wouldn't (laughs) have mattered. Like, and the fact that out of all three movies, like you never even once used Rihanna's S&M, which is an incredible song. And it's like on theme. Never once. It feels well, they like really, this is, this is like the selling sunset of movies. They paid so much for like the glossy lighting and the big music with like Sia had a song and all, all this shit. And you just tell like, they're trying to overpower you to convince you this is something when in, like, there's nothing here. There <laughs> is nothing here. Like you will see better plot lines on just like a basic cable hour long show. Like there's just nothing. And like the, you know, there is nothing. That's what I'm saying. There's no, even like, if I stumbled upon this as a, 13 year old there's nothing in it for young 13 year old ryan's boner there's nothing in this like there's not like i would have given up trying to like fiddle with myself halfway through this because it just it'd be like oh this is so boring like this is nothing 
It's mostly just rich people porn of like expensive transportation. I think it's the fantasy though. The fantasy for women and some guys of like some dashing guy will take me away that it has so much money and put things in me, you know? That's that old fantasy. The first movie was mostly contract negotiations and pictures of yeah. Emails. You guys just like it was like there was like a <laughs> 80, 90 page contract of like nipple play, no anal play, yes. They like, do and then a it was zoom like, in. I mean, they did a zoom in close up of her hand, literally like striking out like with a pen, like vaginal and anal fisting. Like that was one of the tight shots who was like Xing that out. But imagine some poor kid stumbles upon this, thinks this is what he has to do with his sexual partners in life. He ends up giving some like strange girl, like 18 year old girl, a contract of 80 pages. Say it, you know. It's just an 80 page contract of different dry humpings. Yeah. Can I put my Wii remote in front of you? Can I put (laughs) this in you? Can I put that in you? Can I put, uh, yeah. Nothing in the contract that they talked about, like really ever happens. Yeah. We never get to see the contract really. Well, the contract did get broken in the first one. And, um, but this whole one, this whole third one is about growing up. You guys, it's about accepting responsibility, but also realizing the kid's always still going to be there in you, you know, uh, because he'll put it in you. He's, <laughs> got it. He'll- he is, I, he's always been an asshole. Like all these movies, this one is the one that like, I by far and away the worst where he and is then, a psychopath. And there's also just stupid things. Like the character development in this movie is things like, all of a sudden we hear Christian play piano. He's like, maybe I'm amazed the way you, oh. and everybody's like, I've oh. never, I, and his family's like, I've never heard Christian play or sing before. And he's like, you know, he's not good, but he's not horrible. So it's like, they're like, wow, you've brought out a real musician. And he's like, played all his, it's so fucking bizarre, you guys. So let's, let's actually get into this because we could just bitch about, I, I don't want to hit too many scenes that we're going to actually hit in, but basically it, you know, it starts off with the Universal logo. This is a Universal Pictures. Shows you how far Universal has fallen as a movie studio. <laughs> we all of a sudden, uh, we're on a white dress being buttoned up, lacy. He's putting on cufflinks. And we are all of a sudden, you guys, they're getting married. And he's like, Anastasia, I vow to love you faithfully, forsaking all others. I promise to love, to trust, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm yours. And then he puts the ring on. And then she's like, I give you my hand and my heart as long as we both shall live. And uh, this is right when I wrote, I was like, oh, the last movie is coming back to me. Like, I'm starting to remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, he asked her to marry him. And I was like, but, you know, when I remember that, there was no, like, joy in it. I was like, oh, I remember now. Now, The most intense bondage is a wedding ring. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes. Put that on. Put that on my Johnson. Yeah, the old Um, ball gag and chain. This is what this is what it is. (laughs) Because I found... I vow to be your faithful partner, to love you unconditionally, to honor and respect you, to bring you solace in times of need. I promise to cherish you as long as we shall live. This is when I wrote, like, this is the first time, zero chemistry. Like, there's no joy in this. There's not even, like, no directors even directing them. Like, could you act like you like each other? Um, there's, like, a first dance. Everyone's dancing, but it, it doesn't even seem like they're friends like them. It's, like, this really lackluster wedding. He's dancing with, like, I guess his grandmother at some point. And I then mean, he comes. The- the flower wall they had was so Kimye. It was oh, like, yeah. it was like uh, waiting for like Jaden Smith to like jump out in his stupid white Batman suit. 
The only, which I talked about that the other week, his white bat. I once followed Jaden Smith around uh, Comic Con. He was in his white Batman suit. And I was the only one that was like, oh my God, that's Jaden Smith. Because I knew it was his white Batman suit from, and he had security. And I was like, Jaden, Jaden. And I'm like, 30 year old man, Jaden, Jaden, it's me, Ryan. Jaden, you're in your white Batman outfit. Jaden. Um, so <laughs> I was so panicked trying to find him. Um, anyways, he, uh, He's like, he comes up to goes, Mrs. Gray. And she goes, that's me. And he goes, let's get out of here. I'm tired of sharing you with the riffraff. Here's another clue of how fucking psycho he is. This is their wedding party. And he's like, let's get out of here. Everybody's a loser here. And, he and got to do like one and a half dances. Oh, like, he was like in and out. <laughs> he's like too many people have the opportunity to talk to you where your like attention isn't completely focused on me. Like we, we have to like do an emergency exit right I, now i appreciate the restraint though usually in these kind of scenes you get some kind of weird cameo of like mark cuban going mr and mrs gray that was a beautiful wedding you know like anybody <laughs> from shark tank of like thank you mark you know and uh they go outside paparazzi's all over them they pull up to a private jet and she goes you own this which is like very erica jane it's like let's figure it out now what you own and what you don't <laughs> own. you know like let's you don't know what's going to happen at this point so the fact that she is just and also, what a dummy. Like, of course he owns. What are you fucking, what are you fucking movie, new to this? Last movie, he told you he bought an airline. Yeah. He told you he bought an airline. And you're surprised, like, about a private jet. You guys have flown in every single type of, like, aviation thing besides, like, a rocket and, like, the Goodyear blimp. If they had pulled up and the Goodyear blimp was there and she's like, you own this? I'd be like, okay, slightly surprising, but you've just acquired, like, Goodyear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's but like... It's like that's it. Like, honestly, he's going to be the next dickhole from Seattle to like go up in a rocket ship. That's the only thing we oh, haven't you seen. Know. Them. It's a rocket Wait, ship and you, a submarine. You know, Christian Gray was one of the first to the like to outer space. He beat Elon Musk, like <laughs> definitely, you know. And then, and then, so like when she goes, You own this, I was like, Oh, she's still dumb as hell. And he <laughs> picks, he picks her up. And then, they, they they're on their honeymoon, you guys, which is very reminiscent of Edward and Bell Bella's honeymoon, except no beds are broken or anything like in there. Like when remember when they, they're on their honeymoon and like the housekeeper's like, oh, Mr. <laughs> oh, Mr. Like, Mr. Cullen, you hurt her. You know, <laughs> it looks like the scene oh. from Jumanji had like gone through their beds and like everything is trampled. She's like, I could take it all. Give it to me. Um so they're on their honeymoon. They see an opera as you do on your honeymoon. They're in a fancy bed. They're seeing art. They're running through the rain. And you guys, it was so cute. In one moment, she she gets water in her shoe and she, she spills it out. And it's just so cute. And they're riding bikes in Paris. And then we see him put it. She has a charm bracelet. I guess he got her. And she's putting it on her wrist with the Eiffel Tower because that's where they are, you know. And then all of a sudden that was, that was just really disturbing yeah and then they go to their yacht you guys so this is like an ongoing this honeymoon feels like it's a year or something that she has like you want me to believe that she has like a pandora charm bracelet that this is like what her billionaire boyfriend like gives her is like this tacky ass charm bracelet it no. would be funny if she did wear it in every scene and you heard it clanking in every <laughs> scene it's like <laughs> and that it's like one of the clues on how to find her well listen uh -huh. for her charm bracelet she um <laughs> she goes uh so then they go to the yacht and I, I just was like, then I just started thinking about below deck of like, it's me, Captain Sandy. Hi, how are, how are you, Christian? Is everything to your liking? Whatever, you know, like then they're swimming in the ocean and then they're in like some like nudie beach in France 
they're laying outside, cell phone buzzing, and we see this lady sunbathing, boobs out. And she's like, will you put some of this on my back? Like the suntan lotion. And you could already tell he's annoyed. He's like, ugh. And she goes, just take off the whole top. And he goes, huh, no, no, no. Do you want to be ogled on the beach? And we already know we're like, this is very already a bad scene of like, come on, dude. And, and also they're texting each other when they're right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, oh, and, ah. and this is this is the time where all of a sudden we cut to some server room and some guys breaking into a server room. And I almost thought I like turned on another movie, but I guess this is part of it. They're breaking into a server room and all, all you always see fucking server rooms in these movies. Like always and always the server rooms are never guarded. Like it's like they're every, always blue. It's always a blue shade. Yeah. The, the heart of the company is in this, but we have not protected it at all. And, uh, you know, somebody's breaking in and then we're back to the beach. She is laying naked and Christian's coming back from taking a dip. He's like, Anna, what the hell are you? What the hell are you doing, Anna? And he goes, she goes, ah, I must have turned over in my sleep. And he goes, it's not funny. And he throws a towel on her and she goes, boobs and boob land, which he's like, he's like, it's not going to be funny because, you know, when some sleazy tabloid takes pictures of you and puts it everywhere on the cover. And I was like, yes, I'm sure the tabloids in France, I'm sure the like throngs of paparazzi in France are being like, hey, is that that like billionaire's girlfriend from Seattle from a company that nobody gives a shit about? Like no one is following you. He sounds like Aaron and Denise. Like they're following yeah. us. Everyone's yeah, looking at exactly. us. No one's looking at you. Oh, just wait until Big Pharma puts you all over the cover and of Big Pharma Monthly. Everyone's everyone's going to be ogling you. And I'm like, this is not a slam to code, but it's like, the only one who thinks she's the most remarkable in there is you. Like, and no one is, no one oh, else cares. I'm not even, I, I don't even care anymore anytime she gets naked. There's no, there, I have no horse in this race. I do not care if she's clothed, not it's clothed. I've seen more it all. It's exciting at this point. It's like when she's wearing clothes, you're like, oh, this is new. Like, that's like, that oh. becomes like the, like, scans like, oh. That's my most attractive Dakota Johnson is when she's wearing clothes. Like, that's, I'm like, wow, that's a really Not when girl. she's destroying Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, that's that's the most attractive. Um, but anyway, she's like, oh, you're just going to be put on some sleazy tabloid, you know, and then they're all of a sudden they have to get on the jet ski uh, to back to the yacht. And like, you're like, uh oh, you know, like, is that kind of like a first fight? But then they they both smile on the jet ski. So they're still OK. Like this wasn't like a deal. It breaker. looked so hard for him to smile. I was like, he's the only person who barely looks like he's tolerating being on a jet ski yeah like the jet like the normal jet ski like expression that everyone has like it's he's smiling like through like a hernia like he's just like so tight like oh this guy's this guy's a chump dude mm-hmm. and he goes he's like uh but also like i love that she's he's worried about her it's like well worry about yourself you probably have some reputation as a huge fucking jeffrey epstein pervert like <laughs> yo that billionaire that's like a perv yeah like worry about yourself dude and then he goes, he's on the jet ski. Then, then all of a sudden a shot of him braiding her hair. And she's like, how come you always braid my hair? And he goes, hush, do you remember the safe word? And she's like, yeah, mayonnaise. No, it's purple. Uh, but wouldn't it be funny if like, the, I, I keep laughing about, it. I've never had a safe word in my life, but it would be funny to be like, very like, what's your safe word? Lisa Rinna. Like, what's your, like, you know, like, like so, what's your safe word? Mammogram. What's your, you know, what's your, what's your safe word? Mustard, mustard on a pretzel. What's your saying? Like you could, you could do any. Like there's no not funny safe word. Think about it. Like what other? Like what any? Like what's your safe word? IKEA. What's your like any safe word is funny. What's your safe word? Corsica. 
Son, what you say for it? Moon and Taurus. He's so miserable that he was like, "What's your?" He's like, "Do you remember your safe word?" Yeah. Hey, you. Hey, you fucking idiot. Do you remember your safe word? And it's like, like, I I also love that she wasn't even allowed to pick her safe word in the first movie. He told her what her safe word would be, and he's like, "Do you remember your safe word?" She's like, "Purple," and he's like, "Anastasia." be serious i'm like i love that he's like you're not wanda sykes you're my wife yeah take this seriously <laughs> she's like can i get it can i get a hint yeah <laughs> you, you he has no levity whatsoever like, it's, it's the color of your monthly visitor <laughs> red yeah um so purple is what you're what color you're going to be if you do not listen. <laughs> yeah which we find out did you i didn't pay for the extended cut so i guess you did you paid for the extended yeah edit. Okay, so I missed the hickey scene. Yeah, it's so dumb. I mean, all of it, there's nothing, there's a reason why it's extended. It just like extended cuts of anything, unless they're Lord of the Rings movies, are just like shit that shouldn't be. Should there's a reason why it wasn't in the movie, you know? Well, it's like I oh, it's just so awful when oh, because when uh like before what they do the safe word and he's taking her bikini off and like he tells her he's like, tomorrow I'm going to glue this to you. Yeah. So that way she can't take it off. And so it's like, I guess in the deleted scene, which I didn't see till I was like watching on YouTube today, uh, she like looks in the mirror and she's like, you gave, you gave me hickeys? And he's like, that way you can't take your top off now. And I'm like, <laughs> God, you're, you're the worst. He's so the worst, yeah. He goes out, she goes out onto like the deck of the yacht and he, like she's so upset, <laughs> understandably, because he's bruised her in order to control her body. It's like, I've never gotten a hickey in my life. To me, like hickeys are like, it's like a dog peeing on something. Like, it's like, that's mine. This is my, like, it's just, like yeah. if you can center be like, can you give me a hickey? Like a, a guy just does, it's like such like an asshole thing yeah. to do. Um, and so it's like, especially to do that, to prevent her from being able to like show her body because like you don't want to and so he comes out and he's like listen I'm sorry and he like touches her hair and she's like when you touch my hair like that you know I can't be mad at you and I was like that's what it takes touching your <laughs> dude she's so forgiving she's such a she's such it's a rude Stockholm it's terrible I mean like she's like Ugh. Get me another charm and we'll call it even. Well, if the reality of the situation in reality, you guys, is he she does finally walk out the door like Nicole Brown Simpson, like 10 years later, and then Miss Grace for the rest of her life, you know, and he's like all of a sudden like in a Bronco down like Seattle's rainy streets. Anyway, so he goes, he goes, let's begin. And say Resnick's involved. Yeah, he goes, let's begin. And he takes off her dress. And then, you know, me, if I ever take, you know, it's like, I just remember back in the day, you know, like you, you'd get tangled up. You'd be like, oh, let me get these jeans off. Let me get these old dungarees off, you know, and they're all like smoothly. And he takes off her yellow bikini. And like you said, he goes tomorrow, I'm going to glue this thing to you. And then he gets he pulls out his bag of tricks. There's handcuffs. And it's like there's multiple handcuffs at a certain point. And he goes, he handcuffs her and foot cuffs her. And he's like, don't pull. They'll bite. <laughs> and uh, and I just wrote, this isn't hot at all. And he goes do you love me? And she goes, you know, I love you. And then he goes, then why do you defy me? And she goes, because I can. And then he enters her, you guys. And he's like, uh, 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 he's like thrusting. And there's a shot of him putting, um, then he, it's like, it's like afterwards, there's a shot of him putting the handcuffs in the bag. And he's like, uh, back, back to your home. You guys will see you tomorrow. And, uh, that's supposed to be erotic, but it wasn't. So then there were a new scene and we're back the main server room. And, um, they, they call Mr. Gray on his vacation and, you know, 
Anastasia's there and she's like, oh, you know, in, there's a break in in the main server room. It looks like arson. Someone placed an explosive device and and he's like, did did they get any any data? And, they, and she's like, well, took some of your personal files and he might have set a fire to cover the tracks. And then there there's a shot, you guys, of the shadowy figure. Now, this is a billionaire supposed to have top notch security. He's like, uh, we don't know who this is. And she looks at it, she's like, that's Jack. Like she like immediately she's like, that's Jack from the second movie. And he and then uh, she's like, he was formerly my boss. And then Christian's like, oh, yes, Jack. Like she saw it. Like she's so unique. You guys, she solved it immediately. And then he's like, we have to go back. And uh, and then you guys, it, then I remembered they bring up this insane helicopter crash. And I forgot that in the second movie, there was an insane helicopter crash and Christian had to survive in the woods, you know? Well, you forgot about it because it lasted less than five minutes from yeah. him being in the air to the crash to them, him being back in his apartment completely fine. Yeah, he's all bleeding and he's like, everybody leave. And then he starts making out with them. They spent longer in the elevator than they did in like than they did during like the helicopter sinking grammar because we were just like are they in the empire state building this is the longest elevator ride in the entire world but the helicopter crash which um is alleged that jackal and hyde had something to do with and it's like i just love that this is the main setup of this movie it's like it's like oh my god how will this billionaire who survived a helicopter crash be able to take on an unemployed book editor yes he goes goes, what and everybody's like why would he go go through these lengths and I'm like, I bet we'll find out. And then he goes, but don't worry, Anastasia. I swore I would keep you safe. And I will. I'm like, you fucking better. You're a fucking billionaire. Are you kidding me? Uh, so we're in a new scene. They're back to his place in Seattle. And she's lifting her over the threshold. And then the staff's out there to greet. And then we meet these new characters, Sawyer and Prescott, this girl and guy. They're uh, they're the new uh, bodyguards. And we meet Gail, the house manager. And then they're like getting situated and Anastasia in the kitchen with Gail. And she's like, what, what do you guys want for supper tonight? And she's like, Gail, I want to cook for Mr. Gray. And she's like, it's your kitchen, madame. This is your home, your kitchen. You don't have to ask for permission. And she goes, I'll cook him steak. And, um, and they're, she cooks him steak and then they sit down. Oh, I'm just like, I feel so bad that, sorry. Do you mind like that? She tells Gail, she's like, please, can't you just call me Anna? And she's like, well, Mr. Gray, wants to be referred to as Mr. Gray. So it would be a little weird if I called you that. And I'm like, I love that she can't even tell somebody like what to call her. She's just like, oh, okay, you're right. Like in the last movie, her level of like defiance of being able to like stand up for herself was when they went out to dinner at the restaurant after the gallery opening that he just like showed up to. Um, he's like, takes her out and he's like, she'll have a steak. And like yeah. her, the only like time she's able to like stand, she's like, no, I'll have a salad. And that was supposed to be the and I'm like, yes, Gloria Steinem, yes. You <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, it, it obviously we know something is not right here, you know. And it just goes to show you don't, you know, don't ever marry for money or don't, you know, not that she did per se, but they're eating steak, and um, she's like, you know, having a conversation that you have way before marriage. She's like, do you want to have kids someday? And he's like, someday, sure. And uh, he goes, you know what I am sure about? This is a great steak. And he pours some wine and uh, uh, he goes, do you, you not want to have kids? And he goes, I don't want to share you with anyone. And then he takes a cute bite of steak, but it's like fucking annoying. And he's like, I don't want to share. We like, we get it, dude. You're fucking creepy. And so we're in a new scene and this is like the security guard 
this guy who's like overly doing it as a security guard, he puffs his chest out the whole time and he's Anastasia's security guard. And it's her job. You guys, the, the book job, she was in the second movie. And if you remember, she made like one comment. They were like, God damn it. She's good. Like, Oh my God, she really knows this book game. Yeah. Um, her suggestion was we should keep the editors. We, we should keep the authors we have, but also we should look for, younger authors who have an online presence. And remember she was like the clicks, you know, this author, when she was like, he got 80,000 clicks last month. And I'm like, clicks, like this is like an early 2000s website where at the bottom of the screen, it's like that little construction guy with a hat and he's holding a sign and it shows how many like visits that website has had. I'm like, what did you like? We're transferring like clicks into like this readership. Like, I don't know, but yeah, at her work. And I'm shocked that he let her have as handsome of a security guard as he did. You know, like the only way he would like, let a security guard like be with her is if he had like a severe deform, like facial deformity. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is like this security guard is too good. I mean, I don't, he's plain good looking, but he's good looking enough where I'm shocked where it's like, let me smell your fingers, Sawyer, you know, like, <laughs> like, like time for the smell test. Um, so he lets her, he's like bodyguarding Anastasia to her job. And all of a sudden she goes to her office and I get like, she's like, whoa. And I, I took that to mean it's all decorated, but guys, I didn't fucking remember the office from the second movie. So I didn't even know if there was a change or not, but it just looked deck nice. You know, I was like, oh, and she's like, huh, this is really nice. And Liz, this, this asshole lady that's immediately acting like an asshole to her. So, you know, something's up. She's like, nice of you to join us we had a makeover. She goes, did we have a makeover? And she's like, Mr. Roach wanted to welcome the new fiction editor. And she's like, who's that? And Liz goes, you are. And you could tell she's pissy about it. And I'm like, okay, clock that. Then her friend, Hannah, I guess from the second movie, was she in the second movie? Yeah. Hannah justice for Hannah, by the way, because yeah, also it's like, yeah, Liz told her she's like, she's like, yeah, her line is you got a promotion and you weren't even here. That's the <laughs> actual line she says to her. Um, and Hannah is her assistant and like poor Hannah, who has been at that company longer than Anna has because she was already, already working. Uh, and so now she has to be Anna's assistant. And she has a, like, she says like, oh, like, who's that handsome guy? And she's like, that's Sawyer, my personal security guard. She's like, can we find a place for him? She's like, I have a place for him. Or like, I have a hole for him. Something like that. And I'm like, and oh yeah, she's like, immediately, she's like, she does. She's literally like, can we find a spot for him? She's like, I might have an opening. And I was like, oh, like, Jesus, like, what is going on here? Like, oh, I, I, it's like, do we have an opening? He can put it in my hot box. Like, I thought it was going to, like, it's just like, it was just like, also, why are we pussy putting talking- around this? She's like, I'd like, I'd like him to stick things into my vagina. And also, you'd think that this will go somewhere because, like, you know, we have to give Hannah something. Nope. This storyline goes nowhere. Mo- a lot of the things they bring up in this movie, this screenplay, I feel like was like a free writing exercise when you're just like, all right, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to just going to like do a brain dump, whatever comes out. I'm not going to judge it. Just keep my pen going. Just, just, yeah, it's like, it's, free, it's free journaling. It's free right. journaling. Don't judge it. There are no bad ideas. I'm just putting it out. And then it's like, they looked at like the paper and they're like, yes, well now we must film all of these things. <laughs> like, also, who's the perfect. fucking idiot that calls a character can't Hannah when you have an Anna? That's it's just Okay, there is, exactly. And then I was like, oh, the next character is going to be named Banana and then Jana. Like, the guy obviously is like, I don't, ah, uh, shit, what's another name besides Anna? Uh, like, Anna. I just, I, that is like one thing. It's like the only, one of 
one of Anna's notes, one of, and you're like, well, I see why you got this position was like one of the only things she says at her job is like one scene. She was like, she looks at one of the employees and she's like, can you make this two points bigger? And they're like, yes, absolutely. Like that's her like a big defining moment. The job is she tells somebody to make the font like two points bigger. I'm like, what kind of fucking stupid note is that? And so it's like, that's so dumb. But then it's like the author of this kind of did the same two point equivalent when they're like, all right, Anastasia, like Anna, this is Hannah will be the assistant. And then it's just like, that's literally is like, as that's as little as we're doing. And then they're like, okay, well now we're going to like make up for that. And the next character we're going to have is Boyd Fox. (laughs) Where she's just like, it went from like two points bigger to Boyd Fox is like, all right, size 84 font in wingdings. Like it's just, there's like no moderation of like what a stupid fucking thing that is. And like in the, in the deleted clip, I was like her fucking poor assistant, Hannah, like the poor black girl who has been working there longer than Anna has has to be her assistant and then doesn't even they don't even let her hook up with the hot bodyguard and then in the deleted scene she's a snow globe collector yeah Jesus Christ oh my god this poor girl oh my god snow globe collecting why do you hate her (laughs) why do you hate her well, it's like, it's like, it does show you there's somebody for everybody. Cause I was like, I would not want to touch this, you know, like I, and I'm average at best, but I was like, no, I'm good. Um, so, <laughs> so no he glove collector. He's there. She's there on the first day and she's like meeting like with voice, the writer and Christian pops his head in all of a sudden. Cause you know, he's a billionaire and just has all the free time in the world. He's like, do you mind? I need a minute with, with, he with. bursts in yeah. like, like almost takes like the fucking door off the hinges. I'm like, this is her first day back. She's been here for like three hours. And she's kind of like, boys is like, hi, it's nice to meet you. And Christian just goes, absolutely. I'm and, like, she, and, and Anastasia <laughs> goes, no, we're not finished. And then he's like, I'll get out of here. And then he gets out and he, and he goes, I mean, he goes, good looking guy. And she's like, you're vetting my authors now. And he goes, I tried emailing you, but it bounced back. There is no Anastasia Gray. And and she's like, Anna Steele is the name I used at work. And I, she goes, I know I don't need to work, but I want to. And he goes, but what about Anna Gray? And she goes, would you change your name for me? And he goes, I would. And <laughs> he goes, and then he's like huffing and puffing. And she's like, Christian, that's how this works. We talk, we listen, and we work some stuff out, out you know? Um, and also it's like, why are you emailing your wife at work? Like, what were you emailing? That was so important when you're seeing her at five o'clock and she has a security guard there. Could you fucking text her? You could have called besides coming over. So you thought you were going to catch her in something. And then all of a sudden, the fact that this is like, she's like, anyways, I need to meet with my author and you need to shave up, you know? And I, and he's like, (laughs) I'll pick you up at five. The email bounced back to me. He's like, it says mailer demon. Who is this mailer yeah, demon? Yeah. Are you who the fuck here? is mailer demon? Um she goes, You're mine. I asked Jeeves. He didn't know where you were. <laughs> and she he's like, I'll pick you up at five. And she goes, I might, I might not be done by then. And he's like, you can just tell he's like, my dirty whore wife, just making her own decisions. Then what did you sign up for, Christian? Yeah, and spending time with this Boyd Fox. He's, so, he's supposed to be their next aspiring like horror art, like horror author. I'm like, you're telling me Boyd Fox is the next R.L. Stein. I don't think so. 
the fact that you even thought that for far down on the, I did, I wrote him off completely. I didn't stop to think that he was. How do you not there. remember the name Boyd Fox? Because like there's such a buildup and with the name. Wait, it wasn't Boyd, Fox. it was Boyce, B O Y C E. I thought it was Boyd. I thought it was Boyce. Boyd. Boyce. Okay, I'm going to IMDb. I'm, I thought it was Boyd. Well, I mean, each are both are horrible names, but it's like when you make a character choice like that, you think that that person's going to stick around or that person's going to be like more like important. Yeah. Okay. So he picks her up. You guys, like we knew he would, he said at five and this is like a product placement thing. You guys, I didn't give a shit about this car, but I guess some new Audi or something. It's not like a Porsche or something. It's an Audi. Like Audis are nice, but he's, she's like, wow, nice. And she's right. like, no, you are right. It's voice. Ah, <laughs> so he's like, you're coming with me. And she goes, can I drive? And she's like, let me drive it. He's like, it's an Audi. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm like, okay, like, cool. And then they're dry. Wee. And they like, they pull up to this house in the woods, you guys. And then he's like, I bought it. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Are we going to like see sex in the woods? Like that was my first thought of like, they're going to fuck in the woods, you know? And they go in and we meet this character, Gia Mateo, who's this girl, I guess she's good looking. I don't know. She's an she architect. Exactly like Catherine Heigl. Or don't you like, doesn't she remind you so much of Catherine Heigl? Like, I just think she looks like Catherine oh. Heigl's sister. Yeah, I just didn't even really let my mind even go there, you know? Like, I was just like, okay, I get. And, but you, uh, this is so telegraphed, you guys. She's all, she's like putting her hand on uh, Christian's shoulder. She's, and, and she's like, Christian, I love what you're doing down in Africa. Um, <laughs> just, I, she goes, I too have blessed the rains down in Africa, Christian. Um, she's like, uh, it's, yeah, she references like that. There's the GQ article, I guess, talking about her work, which we never like actually get a full answer on like what Christian does for work because he's never there. He's just a billionaire who's never at work very much. I feel like very much like your guy, like like fucking Bruce Wayne, where it's like, you're like, you're an eccentric billionaire who's just able to barely be at work. And then when you are at work, you can just like leave whenever you want and like being angry and then go do stuff and never be there. But it's like, there's no answer of like what he actually does when she's like, you know, love what you're doing in Africa. And I'm like, what is he doing in Africa? I, I guarantee you it's something to do with like child soldiers and like them hunting for blood diamonds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, it's possible. I mean, that's another, there'll, there'll be a prequel about that. I bet. But uh, she's there to, like, she's an architect. She's like, let me show you guys what I have in mind. She's like, a 1,000% smart house. We're going to tear this down. We're going to put up these, like, you know, and it's like, and she puts her hand on his wrist. She, we already got the shoulder, and, you know, Anastasia's clocking this. And she's like, you want to tear the whole house down? And Anastasia's like, I like it. I think it has character. And um, so then Christian goes, uh, I got to go use the shitter. I'll be right back. And Anastasia and, and uh, Gia are in there and she's like, Gia, it's Gia, right? I'm sure you're very good at what you do, but please stop talking to my husband as I wasn't here. You may call me Mrs. Gray. I suggest you stop making eyes at my husband. You can climb back or, and you can climb back in your shit colored car. That's not an Audi and drive <laughs> back to Seattle. And, uh, you know, and Christian comes out and he's like, oh, it's like a real turn on a turn on <laughs> for like, she's like, I saw, you know, like, ooh, you really handled that lady. So why don't you handle this Audi? I love that they show, like her shit colored car and they like barely show, but like, oh, I didn't even know. I was like, assuming that it's a shit. I didn't see the car. 
they only show up for like three seconds and you're like, I guess the color, I guess that's the type of car that would be on like Ramona Singer's bathroom floor. Like, I guess it's <laughs> colored. Like, okay. It honestly just kind of looked more like, do you remember uh, Dorit's rose gold Bentley from her first season? Yes. Yeah. It was kind of just like more that color, but I just like love that they like, uh, and this entire time during this movie, all I could think about was you saying uh, Gia Menina Nina. That's like all. Oh, Giannina Nina from uh from uh not the love circle. Is, love is blind. Giannina Nina. Yeah. I just love when she was just like you know it could be a completely like environ like environmentally, uh, like environmentally like safe and sufficient house and like smart house and then I she kept saying smart house and I just kept thinking of like the Disney original movie like of smart house voiced by Katie Segal, but just like that they're so environmentally like concerned. I'm like, Christian takes a private jet to go eight blocks. Why the fuck do you think he cares about the environment whatsoever? Like the size of their shower, like the amount of water that they waste in that shower. It's like they're, it's like you're at like the rainforest cafe during like the showtime when they have like all the rain come down. It's the most ridiculous waste of water. It's like the level of water that would be like in a tank at SeaWorld. Like it's so ridiculous. I'm like, you they don't give a shit about the environment. Like this is not the focus. I love you. You're really going places where my, I love that. I feel like you're working through <laughs> things with this movie and stuff like that. Like, and also you're very caring about the environment and I didn't even write anything down about the environment in my notes. It's always about the environment. You know, this guy's flushing condoms right and left. Don't you though rainforest, every flush could be eight gallons to no. Um, no, sorry. So, I, I just think of stupid things. Sorry. No, no, it's not stupid at all. I just find I, your mind really went. It's just like you were thinking about the horror writer voice, you know, and just like, oh, I wonder but not, not enough to remember his name correctly. Voice is like, I got a horror story for you. This guy puts uh, big, shiny silver objects in butts. Um, but sorry, you were talking about the he's like, he's like, he's like, you, hey, you handled that lady well. Why don't you handle this Audi? And then she's like, okay. And then she all driving the Audi, and it's like she's like whipping around corners. I guess this is like really goes, this is like an action driver. scene, supposedly. What'd you say? <laughs> she goes, I'm a race car driver. Yeah. She goes, they didn't even shoot this well. It's like not even exciting. And um, it's like she's she uh she has she oh she gets to drive. Oh, yeah, they're, all of a sudden they're being this is so fucking ridiculous, guys. All of a sudden, this, like, she's like, he's like, we're being followed. Or security calls him and says they're being followed, which is like, well, why don't you fucking take care of it, security? Why are you bothering us? Like, the fact she's, and he's like, lose him. Lose him, Anastasia. And, like, she's going around, whipping around trucks, which I, like, prayed. I always pray in movies like this where, like, a truck just takes him out. Like, they just miscalculated, and then the movie ends. Like, it's just like, oh, well, we get we miscalculated. Done. She does pull like she pulls like a final destination slash fast and the fears because she like they basically go under a semi that's carrying yeah. like a bunch of logs. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Because this truck driver doesn't have a family he cares about. Sure. <laughs> like, let's just like drive on the side of the road. Um, and it's just like, I love that he's like, you know, like, like lose them, lose them, lose them. And I'm like, this is like the lowest high stakes chase ever. And I'm like, and I love that you're in like this, like Iron Man equivalent of like the newest Audi and you're barely out racing a fucking Dodge Durango. An old Dodge Durango is what's trailing, like what's trailing you. And you guys are like neck and neck trying to get away from like. 
It's it's crazy. I mean, it's just I just a billionaire has security, yet she's having to lose them. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand any like this makes no sense. But anyways, like they put like she, of course, escape, you know, like she's all good. She's that good. She's that good of a driver. You guys, she is a precision driver all of a sudden. And they pull into some parking garage and all, she's fucking turned on. She's like, oh, this is like her thing, obviously. And she's like, ah, oh, and then they start kissing and like she's like oh i gotta i gotta have you right now and they're in the car it's just weird and it's they a, had sex in a parking lot and i just love like kathy hilton and rick hilton kathy hilton had sex with rick hilton in a par- parking lot she said mentioned that on realizers of beverly hills this season she um they have sex in this parking lot and i love that you were so controlling of her that you wouldn't even like let her sunbathe on a topless beach where everyone else is like sunbathing because he's like you know like no it'll be on the cover of sleazy tabloid like nobody can see this but yet in the most like flamboyant car possible you guys are like having sex like right there and like oh yeah also feel, feel free to drive like an asshole around the streets feel free to drive however you want to drive you know i would just like loved it like the parking attendant had come up and been like Excuse me, miss, you're in the handicap spot, please. Um, can you please yes. move? Uh, could you get off her, sir? Um, so <laughs> so he has Christian Gray has to go out of town to New York and and Anastasia can't go because she has to work at the big book firm place. And she's like, I'll be safe. I have Sawyer and Prescott, my bodyguards. And then he she goes, You need a haircut. What the fuck's going on? The previous scene, she told him he needed a beer shave and then a beard shave and now a haircut to the point where I started thinking, does this come in? Does this knowledge come in play later? Like, is there something where he grows his hair out and like something happened? Like, I honestly started because like, I'm like, what is like, is this your way of exerting control, Anastasia? Of Like little things of like, you need to use facial cream, you know, like it makes no sense. But all of a sudden all she has, she goes. <laughs> She she goes to his office to get a stapler or something. She <laughs> scissors. finds scissors and she's like goes and she finds a gun in his desk. So it's not locked away. There's a gun in his desk. And she goes, um, which I immediately read. Oh, okay. Well, we know she's gonna use that gun later. Like Folks, you didn't start the podcast all over again. It is Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-have like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Commercial time, and I am so excited to talk about this one. This week's sponsor is Bull and Branch. Um, the whole thing is, if you are going to invest in a comfortable mattress, uh, it's crazy to think that you would not invest in great sheets to go with that. Now, Bull and Branch knows high quality sleep doesn't stop at your mattress. Their ultra soft organic sheets are transparently sourced and produced in safe, fair conditions. You'll feel a difference and know you're making one. Um, I think that is actually a very cool experience that you actually can work with a company or buy from a company uh, that can affect things at a global scale. Uh, Bull and Branch started with a mission, produce the highest quality sheets on the market and make the world a better place in the process. Today, they are still the best choice for anyone who wants comfort that lasts. Now, this company founded in 2014 by a husband and wife, Scott and Missy Tannen, and it all comes down to a choice to do what's right. They wanted to give more sleepers more choices for high quality sheets at a fair price. Now, I actually do have personal experience in this right now as I am laying in my bowl and brand sheets right now. I got this beautiful gray color and you know me guys, I'm a dude. I thought, sure, another set of sheets. I put the sheets on and you guys, it is really insane. I can totally feel the difference. It is so comfortable. I told you I laid in bed all Saturday because it felt too good. It was, I was like, this, where have I been? I didn't know sheets were that big of a deal for real. Um, it's just great. If you guys are looking for a new set of sheets, no joke. I think just check these things out. In fact, we did this commercial a couple months ago and, and our listener Sheridan who wrote me this awesome email, she bought a bunch of sheets. I was like, that's awesome. Um, they're actually promoting right now the signature hem sheets. It's a beloved bestseller for a good reason. They get softer with every wash. Are you kidding me? Is that possible? Okay, so it's buttery, soft, lightweight in a 100% organic cotton sateen weave that's perfect for all seasons. They come in a variety of colors and in all sizes from twin up to California king. Can you imagine? God, what if I could get a California king one day? So to experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose Bull and Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns. And my listeners, this is so cool, get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code SOBAD at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L and branch, B-R-A-N-C-H dot com, promo code SOBAD. We really should change the promo code to so good because it's like, it's it actually is good. I'm telling you folks, I wish you could come into my bedroom and feel the sheets yourself. It really are. I mean, anyways. Okay. I've said too much. Back to the recap of the sexiest movie alive. 50 shades freed. Like I was like, Oh yes. I was like, I mean, this gun will be a lot faster, you know, to kill him with than the scissors will. So this is going to, this bodes well for us. She's like, why are you, why do you have a gun in your desk? And she's like, he's like, it's some other ladies. I think it's that lady from the first movie. or <laughs> it's Layla's. It's his, Stalker from stalker, yeah, yeah. The girl who uh the girl interrupted who like with the bandages on her wrist who broke into Anastasia's apartment was gonna she was gonna shoot Anastasia and he comes in and he's able to like look at her and he's just like Layla and he (laughs) he holds his hand up and told me you loved me. Yeah, And Uh. and he like 
all he has to do is like hold up his hand and she like surrenders the gun over to him and then just gets on the floor and kneels like he's fucking Caesar Milan. Like all it took was one hand gesture from him. And she's just like completely smooth. I'm like, this is very sad. She's like, but I love that he was like, I'm going to keep this for memories. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, this is a good memory. Um, so he's uh, <laughs> he goes, so she, he goes to New York, you guys. We come in, uh, she goes back to the office and her boss or whatever, she goes, he comes in, he goes, 200,000 copies of this book and digital sales were moved. He goes, you were right about the built-in readership. And he goes, and this is such an actor. And he goes, he's thinking, he goes, it's good work. Yeah. This is good work. He's like, you know, like actor, he's like, he's like, you know, like as an actor, you're like, Okay, so you're telling her it's good work. You want to encourage her, but you're also like, I haven't seen this in 50 years of the publishing game. This is, <laughs> this is good work. Wow. And she killed it right out of the gate, you guys. And then her her annoying friend Kate that she used to live with from the first movie, who now dates Christian's brother, she's like drinks tonight at the Bunker Club, and uh, she's like, I can't. She's like, Come on, you whore, meet me there. And she's like, Ah, oh, fine. And. The security, by the way, like he's not like looking at every angle. Like I, I was watching, like, do you look behind? Like he looks in front. He doesn't look behind. And so they go, she's like, take me to the bunker club. And he goes, Mr. Gray said no. And she goes, okay, well take me there anyways. (laughs) 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 We, we, she's there with Kate at this bunker club. And we find out through Kate that Christian arranged security for the whole family. And, and, Anastasia didn't even know that. And she's like, yeah, you took all the stuff on Christian's computers about Christian and the grays. You know, I love that there's like this ledge, like, oh, she's got the gray, the gray folder. Like, I love that there's like a folder of like, this is where I keep all my family stuff. And like, I like mine would just be like family photos. Like, it's like, I love that there's like a folder, like a, some kind of document that he keeps hitting on his personal files like let alone like like imagine like there's probably like kitty porn and shit like that on the computer and it's like well let's focus on his family tree like his oh we we have his uh 23 and me on the computer right here and it really cracked the case wide open and once again uh kate goes are you afraid your hot hot bodyguard is gonna narc on you we keep mentioning this guy is so hot and i'm just like the bodyguard isn't that hot like he's just like he okay off ever <laughs> Like, ever. like uh, but by the way, that's Annabelle. I kept thinking, like, oh, we're going to see a sex scene with the bodyguard, not with her in the bodyguard, but one of Anastasia's friends in the body. Like, I honestly thought we were going to see him pound. Well, how they keep like bringing him up, you were like, okay, this is going to be an like, this is going to be an important character. Yes, like, exactly. Once again, it's like stuff that goes nowhere. <laughs> when well, my head, it was like he was supposed to be bodyguarding Anastasia, but then he got horny for Hannah, and then he was like, uh, she'll be fine this next five minutes while I get a blowy. And then all of a sudden that's when she gets attacked, you know? She'll be fine while we dry hump in the like, like uh, closet. Uh, yeah, he's chasing some guy with a big stain on his pants. <laughs> um, so anyway, they're talking and and Elliot um she goes, you know, Elliot, Kate's boyfriend, but also Christian's uh brother, she's like, Elliot's working with Gia Mateo, that girl architect that has the shit colored car. And um, so they leave, and the, and she's oh, like, they I, talk about her boobs. Sorry, it's like they, uh, G. Mateo's boobs are brought up a lot. But I didn't movie. even notice her rack when I saw the movie. 
exactly it's like and it's not like she has like bad breasts i'm not saying she has like national geographic breasts she has like great boobs but it's like not boobs that are like dolly parton boobs where you're like oh my god those girls like like that girl's like tits are insane like they're just like regular boobs but her boobs are brought up in like three different scenes and also in the like extended like deleted scene or whatever Gia Mateo was at the wedding I'm like why would you invite your architect like the architect of the wedding (laughs) I uh oh god it's I just love the what passes for side characters in these movies is bizarre to me so you know they're saying goodbye she's like I'm gonna stalk you I miss you girl and uh (laughs) she looks down and there's six missed calls from Christian Gray and she tells the bodyguard Sawyer, she's like, if you speak my, to my husband tonight, just don't say anything. And he goes, Mr. Gray already knows. I spoke to him when you got off work. And she's like, shit. And I was like, they go home. And I was like, I bet he's back already. I bet Christian's like, why didn't you answer? You made me come all the way from New York. And the lights don't work. And all of a sudden, when the lights don't work, when you're in a house, you know that there's a reason why the lights don't work. And I'm like, oh, somebody broke in or something. And of course, that what's the guy's name? Oh, Keith? Jack, Jack Hyde. Jack, Jack, Jack Hyde. He's like, now you're going to be a good girl and we're going to get familiar, you know? And, and so all of a sudden he's there, you guys. He, and, but they, uh, like Anastasia pulls something fast and they, they, they get him in restraints and, and, um, Oh no, they don't. The, this security team is fucking useless. It's like they hear her. Like, oh yeah, Jack they don't have restraints. Yes, her, that's it. Yeah, like has it like knife her throat, and he's like, "All right, you're gonna walk out like a good girl." And like, so I, like the hot bodyguard like hears something, and he's like, "Mrs. Gray," and they like come around, like him and Prescott, like come around, and then oh yeah, Prescott's from behind and, and holds her gun to his head, and so she's like, "Get on the ground," and she's like, she, Prescott looks at like how and like restrain him. He's like, "I don't have anything." I was like, "You guys are the most useless fucking security team." Like Sawyer is basically a step above Paul Blart. Like he's a good looking Paul Blart. He loses Anna like four different times in this movie. He doesn't have any restraints. And I'm like, even the like. Everyone at the Capitol on January 6th, they even they had restraints. Even they had, like, yeah. everyone has zip ties. I have zip ties in my own car. Like, and well, I'm not I think he person. thought it was going to make his suit too bulky, maybe, if he had put restraints in there. But she, like, so, like, this is like a little SM humor, you guys, which is like a real wink or nod. She was like, We don't, I don't have restraints. I can't restrain him. And then she's like, I think I have something. And then, uh, then they tie him up with butt plugs. <laughs> no, no, she's like, but it was like that was a big like. <laughs> we're all laughing as the audience because we know they do weird things with their bodies, and um, so you know, um, they found oh we have they found this not you you owe me a life they found this not you they found this you owe me oh oh yeah so then they're doing like a full scale like uh, his vehicle and all this stuff and cops are there and they found this uh, printed out page that says you owe me a life. And which I was like, you fucking owe me a life. I've watched three of these movies now. Like you owe me a life, you bastards. Like, you know, you should have been more specific because I just ran with that. And all of a sudden Christian is there and uh, he's there and he's like, he's, he's bothered and he's taking a shower and this is his pubic. This is his Jeff Epstein scene where he's like, let's, Hey, he goes, you can, you can bring the cow. You can bring the camera a little lower. I've been working out on my pec, my, my pelvis region. I'd love to get a shot of my pelvis. 
Um, and he's taking it and she comes in and she gets naked and I'm like, God, we don't need to do this. Like everybody doesn't need to get naked. And, uh, he's like, I can't do this right now. And he's like, just being a little bitch because of, oh yeah, he rebuffed her. He like refuses her sex because she defied him by going out with her girlfriend, which she makes the point of, she's like, I was safer at the bar. Jack Hyde was here at the apartment. I was safer at the bar with everyone, which is true. And he's just, he's, he's such an asshole. He's such an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He really is. Um, he really is. I mean, he's, there's no redeeming qualities except that he has money, you know? Um, so at the office that Liz, the lady that doesn't like her at the office says, uh, the reports say it's Jack Hyde, uh, the old employee. And she's like, it was. And, uh, and then, uh, she sends she's like whatever you say mrs gray and i wrote what's her damn deal you know like she really doesn't <laughs> like anastasia and um so that's that like, like something like Sutton. what's her damn deal what's her like, damn what's her damn deal i say i'll say um so um she, anastasia comes back and he's like welcome home anastasia and he has his shirt off and he goes, oh, he, has uh, shirt, he has a shirt off. And he's wearing the sex jeans. Yeah. He goes, I want to make you wild or so or, I want to make you wild or something. And he has a, he has a dildo and he's like, you promise one thing and you do the opposite. <laughs> and you know how that feels. And she's like, Christian, what are you doing? And he's like, he's, he's like doing weird things with the dildo, I think. And he's like, and then she's like, red, 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 red. And then all of a sudden, if you have the um, the closed captioning on, it says vibrator drops to the floor. <laughs> it's just red, like, red, like, red, red. just like yeah. <laughs> wiggling around on the like when he opened up the like drawer of different vibrators, which I also do not believe he'd be okay with vibrators like at all. Like I feel like, <laughs> like you're not allowed to have these. Red, um, red, red, but red, it's like it was red. a custom like made like drawer that had like imprints, like that had like places for each of the vibrators. So it's like when you opened it up, it's like not. I was like, wow, it's like a custom made vibrator drawer. So it's like when you open up the drawer, like not all the vibrators are like rolling around and like knocking into each other. They yeah, all have like, he, like yeah, cut he had it like cut, cut into place. Yeah. I, they look like surgical tools too. Um, I was just at the dentist and I was like, I wonder what Christian would go hog wild in here when I, when I looked at all the tools and stuff. Um, and the vibrator drops to the floor, new scene. And she's like, that wasn't love. That was revenge. And she goes, and she's, um, he goes, you told me that you weren't cut. You were coming straight home instead of going. He goes, she goes, don't use the red room against me like this. Yo, the red rooms are love. Don't use it against me like this, Christian, please. Don't please. use it to even the score. Christian, don't use the red room like this, please, Christian, please. <laughs> it's Erica Jane. I've I've got every deck to be open and honest. Don't use the red room against me like this. Don't use the red room. Tom, you the I would have loved it if he was like, it's not okay. And it's not going to be okay for a long time. <laughs> I'm leaving you, Christian. And I want full custody of the red room. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, you, he goes, you wanted to punish me, Christian. And she goes, Christian, why didn't you tell me he was keeping files on you and your family? And he goes, Anna, please. And I was like, put on a shirt, dude. We're having a full conversation at this point. 
And he goes, the truth is, I don't know why he's going through these links. And she's like, there's got to be some reason, some connection. And I'm like, you fucking think? You fucking think that I, I would really fucking hope there is like, and I bet the writer at this point was like, uh, is there a connection? Like, it's so boring so far. Is there like this? I don't even know what, I don't even know what I, there might be a connection. We'll fi- figure it out, I guess. And so we're back in a new scene with Hannah and Hannah once again is flirting with the Sawyer. It's like, Hey, so why don't you put it in my butt sometime, you know, like just like over the top flirting. And, um, and Mr. Gray calls Anastasia at work. She's like, Look outside. He goes, look outside. I'm taking you away this weekend. And he's like, once again, creepily standing outside. And he's just out there like a stalker. Like, I'm less concerned about the actual stalker in this movie than I am Christian. I was going to say, like, the only difference between him and Jack, it's like Jack doesn't have money. But the like the level of disturbance, like, honestly, Jack bothers her less than Christian does. Oh. Like, Jack's stopping her, like, way less. Yeah, like, seriously, really, there's no comparison. There's Ronan no comparison. Ronan Farrow. He is. There's not. There's so, so many things are wrong. There are so many like just uh, so many red flags. So he's out there. Flags. He's out there like a stalker, and uh, he uh, like I, I was like, wow, their life's one big party, I guess. And they board it. He goes, they board another private jet, and guess what, you guys? Surprise! All of her loser friends are on the jet, and he's like, he goes. You said you wanted to hang out with more of your friends, so I bought all of them. You know, like you just like just love it, yeah. Like because she was saying, you know, like you can't keep me, like you can't just keep me in this apartment. Like I need to be allowed to see my friends. I need to be allowed to go out. So it's like he's like, you know, you've like you complained about how I don't let you see your friends and how you're locked up in the apartment and like how I can control you. Well, now I brought your friends here. Now I can control all of you. See like, now. You want- now you get to hang out with your friends, but on my terms. It's you great. Won't, you won't shut your big whore mouth about your friends. So I bought all of them. <laughs> Have fun, you loser. But we see Rita Ora, his sister, uh, uh, world uh, famous singer Rita Ora, is on uh, the, the plane. And uh, this is when they get to this large mansion that they own in the woods. Beautiful place. And uh, Oh, yeah, in Aspen. Which, by the way, I would have loved a housewives fighting over room scene of like, Chris is like, this is our room. And they, they, uh, and this is when we hear in the house, uh, we hear this, like, maybe I'm amazed at the way you run it in the middle of something. Maybe did I try to understand? And he's like, he's like, we hear the piano playing. And then she walks out. She's like, what's that noise? And then it's Christian's like, singing on the piano and like the other Rita O'Hora and the other guy, his brother Elliot comes out. It's like, I love that. He's like, Christian's hidden his secret talent all his life. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to do it now. I'm going to reveal that I'm a great piano player and singer in this house, you know? And then, you know, like, I wish of like, there was not even a, like, he finished the song. I thought there'd be clapping or like, Oh, I didn't see you guys there. Well, secrets <laughs> out, you know? And then he's like, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this scene, because you know how people playing, like you, you know how, like, like, pop up like singing like really like really really obsessing it's like when I see somebody like playing an instrument like an unsolicited performance where I watching this scene I was like this scene should have been banned from theaters like this scene should only be like on the dark web like this watching him play piano and sing if like if I were there in that room like I 
I'd be like, I want to go back to that contract. I'd rather be vaginally fisted by Freddy Krueger than watch this fucking douchebag sit at the piano and sing like Paul McCartney. Like it. Oh, they had, I mean, the fact reacted. that they thought it was worth paying Paul McCartney for the rights to that song. Yeah. Like Paul McCartney's like, oh, Jesus, Joel, like, thankfully you're not alive, Paul. You would have been so ashamed of what I've done. Like, uh, I guess I needed the money. I don't know. You know? Um, and like, it could have been worse. He could have had a guitar. Like, just, imagine oh, him strumming a guitar. You, Because you know how like that's like my, like, oh. Like, and I just love that we've had Rita Ora for three movies and now there's finally someone singing and it's not even. <laughs> I was, I was appreciative of that, but I love it. Like it could have been like, I would have loved chopsticks like, dun, 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 or like, he's just such an asshole that like everything has to be about him all the time where it's like now he has to play like a musical instrument and like have everyone listen to him sing and I'm like I'm sorry like unless you are like Michael Buble, Tom Hiddleston or Simon Van Campen I don't want you singing in front of me like Simon Van Campen you want singing in front of you you don't think I want to hear him sing I am real if I could have like that you remember it's Simon Van Campen like in his but you would want him singing in front of you are you saying you wouldn't well, I just, th- I mean, I thought I would, but I just can't believe you would pick him as one of your people. As you one know? of my top three? Yeah, I would. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. Imagine uh, Simon Van Kempen. Uh, ha- I bet they have a red room in Brooklyn. Um, so uh, they're in a bathtub, you guys, a sexy bathtub scene. And she's like, do you think Elliot, your brother cheated with that uh, whore designer? And, and, and Christian's like, well, Elliot has slept with half of Seattle. So yeah. Like I love it that he was like, Elliot's a real whore. So yeah. And then she goes, it's not our business, Anna. And I'm like, <laughs> what the little of your, I mean, like they're, you guys are all related. It's a lit, like that's her friend. Like that there's a little business to be had here. And uh, then they cut to a scene and she has a nightmare. You guys about uh, Christian. And this is right when I wrote, I was like, huh, I haven't seen a boner in a minute. There might be a sex scene coming up. And all of a sudden, Christian, I didn't even think Christian was a night eater. But all of a sudden, he's at the fridge and he's like grabbing something. And then it turns around and uh, Anastasia's eating ice cream out of a bowl. And she's like, he's like, oh, I didn't see you there. She's like, I couldn't sleep. Also, I love the fact that this guy's so far up Anastasia's ass that he wouldn't wake the immediate, he didn't have an alarm set if she fucking touched down out of that bed. And the fact that he woke up and wasn't like, Anna, Anna, Anna. He just, he, yeah, he goes into the kitchen, opens up the refrigerator, and he doesn't see that she's like sitting on top of the like kitchen table. And so she's like, she's like, hey, and he turns on, he's like, oh. Anna, I was looking for you everywhere. And I was like, in the refrigerator? Like, where? no, you haven't been. Like, so she, they have, this is one, this is so gross. It's I so just like that they're both night eaters. I was like, that is something I can relate to. But Kristen goes, to the, um, he's like, and I was like, oh, Jesus, they're both undercover binge eaters, you know? Like, and then all of a sudden, of course, they have ice cream. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. They're going to eat ice cream off each other. And yep, they do. And he's like, you drive me crazy. And, and then he puts some ice cream on her leg and thigh and he's like licking it off. And like, I hope it's like a milk-based ice cream. Like- yeah. It's like, it's, it's, uh, and then she, he's like, 
she does that to him and he's like my turn and then he just starts fucking around the kitchen table and it's like i'm like jesus like this is like where you eat the eggs in the morning and i like i would love if like the scene and the next morning like they're all guys like elliot's like it smells like pig sweat on here what's uh it smells like pigs pig sweat and briars in here like <laughs> briars i i would have loved it if they were using skinny cow ice cream yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah it's like i just can't even match like i've all the things you want on you of like being sticky. It's like basically using like, ah, this is just like my Elmer's glue stick fantasy of just putting glue all over me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so gross. Ben and Jerry's what, how much did you have to pay to be a part of this? Yeah. Ben and Jerry was like, no, we're good. Like Paul McCartney was like, yeah, I'll have the money. Ben and Jerry's was like, no, I'm good. Um, Like they did it the first time. Like, and how to have Ben and Jerry's on in this scene. I'm like, poor Americone dream. There's a scene then, you guys, of them hiking in the Aspen Woods, very Twilight-ish. But uh, it's just like Elliot and Kate and her. uh, Christian stayed back. And all of a sudden, like, another security was like, sir, this just came in. We've got a full report on this guy from Princeton. And then the the guy goes, smart guy. And I'm like, (laughs) also... Also, this is basic shit. Like the fact that they didn't have this first day, like we like, finally got, we, we finally found his Facebook profile and his Instagram, <laughs> uh, really fun, tasteful photos in there. And uh, we were like, we've got something else, sir. We found out he made a sex tape with an assistant to blackmailer. And, and Christian's like, Jesus, that's dark. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like that's dark. And then he goes, oh, something else. He was in the foster system in a foster home system in Detroit. And Christian goes, huh? So was I. And I, goes, and I was like, what do you, Hey, do you think that could be the connection? You know, like he was like, well, that's interesting, but more about this sex tape, the, the blackmail thing. That seems like the real angle to push here. And he goes, so, uh, so now they're after the hike, they like hiked into town or something. Well, I just remember like, when, like, do you remember when he told the security guy, he's like, I want to know everything about him, you know, where he grew up, his school, what, what's his shoe size? Sir, he's an 11. Sir, he's an 11. He's an 11 medium, sir. Oh, it's good. Good. <laughs> so now they're dress shopping the ladies and Elliot's like across the street and Rita's like, this is so fun. And Rita's like dressed like a hiker in this like nice <laughs> store. And you can just tell like, this is like a fun scene. Rita's like, I'm in a movie. And Rita really is so cool because she doesn't make an impression at all. Like she doesn't stand out at all. Like you don't like. In this the, movie or. In, no, I mean, in, not, I mean, like you could argue in life in too. And that's, well, that's the, the world. But see, that's the funny thing about Rita Ora. But the interesting thing is like, she doesn't stand like she's not making crazy choices. She's not even like. Like, who's that lady doing those wild choices? She's just, like, in the background the whole time. And Anastasia all of a sudden sees Elliot, her brother, across the street, hugging that whore designer, Gia Mateo. All of a sudden, Gia, Gia's there, and she's watching, like, them, like, be flirty on the street, and Kate's in there changing. And she's like, Kate, oh, you look good. Don't look at the door. Like, it's like that whole thing. They have, yeah, they have Anna come out in a dress that she would have, like, I don't think ever picked for herself. The dress she comes out in is, like, a... Russian Instagram models like OnlyFans dress. It's like this insane dress. And then poor Kate, she like sticks her head out of the dressing room. She's like, my zipper's stuck. And so they have to go and like help her with her zipper. And then Kate comes out in this in this red trash bag that looks like she bought it at Anthropology. And they have to like overcompensate when they're like, oh my God, that red dress. Yes, it looks so good. And 
Anna just goes, you look like a Valentine. And I was like, oh, she just means like full of chocolate. Like, it's just very like dismissive. I'm like, you look, oh, you look like a big Valentine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but she, I mean, it, so then we're like, oh, Elliot's cheating with that, that Gia Mateo. And so then all of a sudden we're in a club scene and this club is a ama- like this, this at the hot Aspen club. <laughs> and all of a sudden you guys, Elliot proposes to Kate and he's like, I fell in love with your beauty, grace and something and everything you are, which is I'm like, wow, I didn't fall in love with it. Like, you've been annoying since the first movie. Like I didn't even like I love when other people where you're like, oh, I didn't even stop to really think about their love at all. And I'm like they, they have boring love compared to the she's a real loser in all the movies. And but then I was like, well, now I'd rather see their life story. Like I want to see their romance because it seems like a little less red room involved, a little more like, you know, but this, so they get, this is my favorite. There's like a club dancing. You guys, they're like, uh, uh, they're like just dancing like, uh, uh. and the funny thing about these is that you have to remember when they film these, they don't play music for the actors and the extras. So they're all dancing without any music or backing track, which is hysterical. As somebody who has done multiple unfortunate dance scenes, extra work doing dancing. It's one of the most uncomfortable things ever. I'm a horrible dancer when I can hear the music. When I can't hear the music, it's just, it's it's so uncomfortable. It's it's so awkward to film. Yeah, it's horrible. I remember I had to do, like one of my jobs was I had to be like an extra. And do you remember um, Boomcat herself, Lorianne Gibson? Yeah. Like she was like in this movie and I was like, right in front of it was like a club scene like she was like in the vip like roped off area and i was like right next to it and so like i was supposed to be like one of the club girls that was like in the whatever and i had to like dance in front of her and she was like and it was it was i wanted to die like i want because i dance like a drunk like your drunk like uncle at a like bar mitzvah and so it's like to have to do that in front of her like over and over again i wanted i just oh oh i've been an extra in many movies that was like my first job was an extras casting director. And it's really one of the worst. I once spilled a tray of champagne glasses. Uh, I was a waiter, but I used to be really nervous. And like I would, I, before I learned about beta blockers, so my right hand would shake. And all of a sudden they made me a waiter in this extra scene. And I was like, fuck, no, fuck, 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 fuck. And of course, first take, I, I it was like this old CBS show called Martial Law with Arsenio Hall. And so, and like, First take, I fucking spill all the champagne glasses everywhere in the background. And they're like, oh, can we get this guy? So they're like, uh, well, let's switch this guy out. Let's switch this guy. It was so embarrassing. But uh, in the deleted scene, you guys, there's a fight scene that uh, uh, Annabelle found online. You can see it online. And it's not synced up to sound. So it's like really bad acting and sound wise. Because <laughs> the guy's like, this big guy's like, hey, baby, let me dance with you. And of course, fucking stalker comes up and like hit, knocks him out with three hits. This huge dude, twice the size of, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and, and then uh, Anastasia's so turned on, she makes out with him on the dance floor, and her brother goes, "You should see him when he's angry." Womp womp. So sorry, that, I'm sorry. Can you hear Stewie? No. Sorry. Oh, now okay. I can. <laughs> Stewie's like, "I'm turned on." Wow. Um. So they're back on the plane. They're back in the red room. This is when we see all the silver butt plugs, like all the fancy like ones, you know, like they were in the box. We see those here. Uh, then we go to a new scene um, with um, uh, the one of the investigators. And 
Oh yeah, it was the policeman or like the detective who showed up on the scene. Yeah, that like, found the, the note, and he's like, uh, Jack Hyde says you two had a relationship and you're very jealous of him and and got him fired from his job. And she's like, are you kidding me? Do you believe this? And he goes, officially, Mrs. Gray, doesn't matter what I say. But I believe Hyde is a lying piece of shit who will make bail. And he goes, who will make bail? I'm like, and also we see him applying for bail. I'm like, well, no problem. Christian has a billion dollars. We're fine. Like also at the end of the day, just kill him. If you just kill him, like just make it go away. New scene, we're in court. This is wild. So we're in court. Anna comes for some reason, which I would feel like you would recommend not to come. She's all in black and like, but she's like, she tries to dress like inconspicuous. But it's like, really, it's noticeable. She's dressed like a, like a grieving, like mobster widow. Audrey Hepburn (laughs) stands out so hard. And, but also I'm like, Christian's up her ass 24 seven, but he's not at this thing and he doesn't even oh, know about the bail send, like one of his multiple employees to like go sit in the hearing for you yeah he goes and um so the court the judge is like this was definitely not good what you did definitely <laughs> not <laughs> let's make no bones about it this is should not ever be done you've set fire to a server room and you've entered an apartment it's not good he goes but he goes she goes but you have no DUIs, so uh, you've got a pretty clean court record. We grant bail at $500,000. And the lawyer's like, come on, that's too high. Not like, not like, thank you. We didn't think you'd grant bail at all. Anastasia's in black, and then she sees him, and he sees her when he's going being walked out. And then she goes, ah. And then she runs out the door and goes into like a toilet and throws up. And that's when I'm like, oh, no, she's pregnant. Like... She's fully pregnant, you guys. That's what my guess is. And then this whole thing is like, you've been ignoring the doctor's calls, Anastasia. The doctor wants to get a hold of you. And she the doc, she goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, I've left a lot of messages, Anastasia. <laughs> and- um, I see, Sorry, Steve. Uh, his, <laughs> I want to be in a podcast. Because I've left a lot of messages. And I'm like, also, you're getting paid. Like, just mind your, like, you'll get a lot more. Like, do your job, you know? And she goes, big news you're pregnant, Mrs. Gray. And she's like, uh, I guess she forgot to get her shot that like prevents her from getting pregnant. And we see the little baby in the ultrasound and the baby has little baby handcuffs on. And that's why, you know, it's Christians. Um, so this, this happens and I'm like, Oh boy, this is not going to go over well at home. This is not going to go good. And they're eating in a dark room back at the house. Real fun. And, um, He's like, she's like, Christian, I have to tell you something and I'm pregnant. And he's like, you forgot your shot. Christ. And I, and she goes, I'm sorry. I, I know it's not good timing. He goes, I have plans for us. I wanted to give you the real world. You really think I'm ready to be a father? And she's like, no, definitely not. And I'm not ready to be a mother, but we'll figure it out. News. I'm not ready to figure it out. He slams his fist, and uh, and also, sorry, God. He goes. He goes. And he goes. He goes. He says something about what happened today. Also, but he like makes no clue that he's aware of the bail. Like that's not talked about at all. Like the one that like the pregnant thing is one thing, but there was another huge thing that happened today. The fucking case, and it's just like, and then he's like. 
he just storms out you guys he's like ah this is not what i signed fuck and then he and leaves like, a- like i was gonna like i wanted to give you the world i wanted him to be like i wanted to t- take you on helicopter trips and, and eat at the most expensive places in the world and and go on private planes and Oh, wait, I did all of that our very first date when I met you. Okay, well, I guess I've- Yeah, guess yeah, I've we've done you, all I, of that. I had so many more tacky-ass charms to give you for your bracelet. You just <laughs> ruined all these big plans. I can show you the world and da 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 and then fucking follow you around until <laughs> you're dead. Um, and so he storms out, and I shit you not, guys, she touches her belly and is like, <laughs> he'll come back. And but he doesn't, and she's calling. And she's like, Christian, please come home, Christian. And there's I'm like, a- I, there have been like, like guys on Teen Mom who have handled like the pregnancy like more respectfully than Christian did. And I'm like, you're uh, Ga- a billionaire. Gary, Gary was straight up romantic about the whole thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's Gary and his extra like four X tall T like was him and Amber handled this way better. He goes. Um, I'm not ready. Uh, so she, um, he comes back in the middle of the night and he's super drunk. You guys, cause you can tell, cause he's slurring and that's always how you can tell. He's like, <laughs> he goes, you're so beautiful. She goes, ah, time for sleep. And he goes, this is where it starts. <laughs> cause she's like, he, cause she won't fuck him. You know, he's like, this is where it starts. And she goes, babies don't mean no sex. He goes, he goes, babies means no sex. And she goes, that can't be true, dummy. There would be no siblings. And, uh, and he goes, and then he goes, he puts his head under her like sweater thing she's wearing. He goes, oh no, we have an intruder. <laughs> and he goes, you're going to take her from me. And she, and she goes, he might be a she, like, it's cute. I'm like, there's nothing you're like, you're going to like, he goes like, that's what Mr. Knife is here for. You know, like I was like, oh, like, well, this is just like not. I know when he when she goes, he, he might be a she. And like his response is he goes, goes oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. But when he goes, you're going to choose him over me. And I was like, how many times do you think Jack Taylor has said this sentence to Brittany already? <laughs> um, then she, he passes out, you guys, and she sees his phone. He leaves it up, up facing, I guess. And there's a text from Elena, who's that Kim Bassinger from the second movie that was her hit, like that got him into the SM lifestyle. And she's like, good to see you tonight. And I wrote, who's Elena again? <laughs> and then I realized I was like, oh, Kim Bassinger. I was like, okay. And then but she- I just, him being a father, it's like, I can just, I could just so see him like coming in and like Anastasia was like breastfeeding and him being like, no, stop it. Those breasts belong to me. He can have water. And yeah. she's like, Christian, he's three days old. And, she, and he's like, he can have water. Those are mine. The left, the left one is mine. You put him <laughs> on the right. Uh, it's like, a, he's like a rich Jax. Um, but, uh, and then she goes, yeah, Anna is so mad that she sees that he was hanging out with like the Mrs. Robinson character that she goes into the red room. It's the only place she can find solace. The only place she can find slumber is in the red room. And I'm like, oh my God, it's his worst nightmare coming true. The red room is now just being used for sleep. Like this is his nightmare. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if it eventually does get used as a playroom? 
And it's like, there's just like child toys everywhere or like so a deco, much baby proofing, like a, de- a scrapbooking room, you know, but like the red room is just like really torn up. Um, so she falls asleep on the red couch where she's at her best. She's like, got a lot of memories on these couches. I can sleep really well here. She's like, this is where he puts things in me. And new scene, Christian wakes up and he's like, Ugh, where's Anna? And like running all around the house and the red room is locked. And she's just laying there with her eyes open and the security team is there. I'm like, once again, so not 24 seven security. Cause like, wouldn't the security team like, Oh, she went into the red room about 3. AM Christian. Like all, nobody knows where she is. One of the stupidest security staffs ever. Everybody's lined <laughs> up. Like we need to make a plan to find Anna. You go to the woods, you go here. And, and Anna just comes out and it's like, Anna, where the hell were you? And she's pissed. You can tell she's like, We'll be leaving for the office in 20 minutes, Sawyer. Uh, you know, get be ready. And um, Christian's like, Anna, what is going on? She's like, the going gets tough. You go running to her, the woman who taught you how to fuck. And uh, she's like, did you cheat on me? He goes, no, I didn't, Anna. Of course not. He goes, you did cheat on me. You ran to her. And I was like, can we define what cheating is? Like, I mean, it's really a trick question here. And he's like, I need you. And she's like, would have been good if you felt that way yesterday. And then she's in the car, you guys, and she's touching her belly again. She's like six weeks in. She's like, just me and you from here on out. It's like, you know, like <laughs> so ridiculous. Like she's fully bonded it's with so this. So tiny. I'm like, it's not even like after a Taco Bell run belly. Like, oh my God. I've got I've got six little Christians in my belly right now, according to um, so she goes into work and uh so Jack, you guys, Jack, the, the stalker calls Anastasia from, he's like, from Kate's phone. No, from uh, Rita Ora's phone. phone. And she goes, how are you calling me? She goes, I'm out on bail, sweetheart. <laughs> she's like, this is Maya's phone. And he's like, oops, sorry. Uh, Maya, your phone. I've got your phone. Exit. No, he goes, <laughs> damn right. It's Maya's phone. I picked her up out of the gym. I want my life back. I could have been Christian gray. That was supposed to be me. These people owe me. He's all of a sudden revealing everything. He's like, he's wanna... doing so exposition where like she's at no point where she's like, wait, what, what did you say? It's breaking up. It sounds yeah. like, just, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Oh, like, what are you like? It goes, you want to see your loser sister-in-law again. <laughs> you get me 5 million by 1 PM. And she's like, well, that's a lot of money. And he goes, uh, don't tell your husband or your sister, or she'll come back in pieces. And I just love, she's like, where do we keep our millions? And <laughs> she touches her belly again, you guys. She's like, oh, it's just you and me. We got to figure this out. And she's like, Sawyer, let's go. And the bodyguard walks in very bodyguard-like, but he doesn't know what's going on. And she goes to the house and she puts her sweats on. She's like, these are my rescue sweats. You know, like, I'm like, why did And they why have to change? take the time to watch her fully put her hair up in a ponytail. Oh, like the times. Oh, like- you know, it gets even more ridiculous here in a, in a second. So she puts her and then um, Rita Ora, uh, she, you know, uh, he calls her again and she's like, she actually bit me. And we see Rita Ora crying like Erica Jane, just full mascara running down. And she, you guys, you're not going to believe it. She gives Sawyer, the worst bodyguard in the world, the slip at their place. 
She's like, Sawyer, could you help me move this table over here? Yeah, she goes, he's like, Sawyer, can you meet me in the library? And I'm like, oh, the place where there's three books and it's just a pool table? <laughs> Sawyer, I'm trying to sound out this word in a John Grisham novel. Um, uh, yes, ma'am. Oh, no, dang it, she got me. And she gets in What? She gets in the Audi, guys, the fast Audi. And I shit you not, guys, she pulls up to the bank and they show her parallel park. They're like, they show her fully parallel park. Like, I'm like, we took time to see her parallel park. Like, I mean, they, they were like, I'm like, we fully see her back in and parallel park. It's like they're not to the Sopranos. They're like, we're going to do a full parking scene. Just like a big. And so. We I just love the- that she, that. Uh, Oh, so truly the worst um, security guard ever. He calls the Christian. He goes, sir, she's, sir, she's getting away as he's just fully watching her drive out. Like he's just, he's like, well, she got away. And I'm like, she's still in front of you. Just driving through the parking garage. Like he's just so bad. We, we go, we go into a bank and all of a sudden some nerdy banker, you know, straight out of banking one-on-one is like, ma'am, we cannot do this transaction. And she's like, we need to. And he goes, okay, well, you'll need to write a check and I'll need to make a phone call. And uh, she's like, good, thank you. And all of a sudden he comes back, he goes, it's Miss Gray, it's your husband. And like, that's the fucking call he was going to make, you fucking idiot. And Chris is like, what are you doing, Anastasia? He's like, I, there is a sale at Victoria's Secret and I've got to be $5 million. And then he goes, give her whatever she wants. And so, like, he was like, I trust you. You know, it was like a big moment for the relationship. Because he thinks that she, I think, like, because doesn't he think that she's leaving him? Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. He's taking $5 million. And I'm but like, then, but then, he, but I feel like there was a deeper thing of like, I trust her. I trust she won't hurt me. And then I'm like, and then also, you're such a fucking monster. That's like last movie you told us that you make $24,000 in one hour, where I'm just like, oh, eat the rich. You're the worst. I'm like, $5 million really means nothing. No, oh, yeah. Like, um, it doesn't look five million doesn't matter. And I'm like, and it's also such a shame when he like told her, he's like, you know, she just bit me. I'm kind of turned on. I'm like, the thing is, him and Christian do have a lot in common. I really feel like they could have found it. <laughs> um, this is when the crack security staff goes, uh, Christian, your sister's missing. We can't find her. I'm like, <laughs> what happened to that full security for the fucking family, you idiots? And uh and then like so she, there's like a phone swapperoo here where she's like the banker. She's like, I need your phone banker. And he's like, uh, okay. And she puts her phone in the bag of $5 million and the new phone. She's like, get in. He goes, get into, he goes, you have three minutes to get into the Dodge behind the bank. Give, <laughs> give, give him your cell. You won't be needing it anymore. And, you know, she borrows the new phone. New scene. Christian goes, he made bail. Are you kidding me? He goes, oh my God. Jerry Seinfeld. He goes, where? Nobody told me you made bail. Are you fucking kidding me? You made bail. Like, I would have just like, like, what? We could have saved ourselves. You think this is like, this could be what is happening here. And um, the poor, so uh, all of a sudden you guys, guess what? It's that lady Liz from the office that hates her is the one driving the car, the Dodge in the back of like, get in. And she's like, give me your phone. And he gives her the banker's phone and she throws it out the window. And that poor banker, it's like, did we ever, We, I would love to know if the banker, you know, got in on, anyways, 
it's just like, yeah, it's like nobody has anyone's like names memorized, like numbers memorized anymore. I'm like, I, who knows the last time he updated his cloud and his, I, if it was me, I have like, do you know how many times I've put off like updating? I'm like, I don't have, if I lost my phone and been like, okay, well, I guess I will only talk to 911 for the rest of my life because like, I only know that number and like my own. So it's like this poor banker, like his poor, like who knows how much like that banker has had to do for fucking Christian. He's probably like his Michael Cohen, who he uses as like his thing. He's like, you're going to have to do deal with it for me. <laughs> yes. You're so, going to have to order the custom made vibrator dildo shelves under your name. They can't, it can't be under my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we know Liz now her involvement and why she hates Anna. So throws out the phone. So we're like, fuck. And, and Christian's like, no, I can still track her. I'm still tracking her. Cause remember the phone's in the bag of money, but also I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Pat Christian to have like inserted some kind of tracking device in Anastasia. Yeah, I mean, she was, he was tracking her microchip from the vaccine. So they get there to like this underpass where he's like this guy, all of a sudden like this underpass seems safe. I'll set up my operation here. <laughs> and like, you know, he's there and she's like, give it, give her back to me. Just give it to me. Here's your money. Just go. And he's <laughs> like, you, he was, I want my life, you know, in the foster care system. It could have been me. It could have been me. And, He's, you know, all of a sudden he starts hitting her and kicking her. He's like, take that. Uh, uh. He goes, and you on. bitch. And he like, <laughs> hits her in the face. Although it's like, I love that they made him look like a junkie. Like he's, yeah. they made him like, he, he has crazy eyes. And I don't mean that. And it's just like, he has like, like school shooter eyes i mean like his eye it looks like he has pink eye like it looks like he has severe pink eye or like terrible allergies and like he looks he looks like a junkie like he looks insane but like, what are the coincidences like, if you think about it what are the coincidences that this guy good looking guy even if you weren't in the foster system good looking guy Worked hard, obviously knows so much about tech. He broke into server rooms. Went to Princeton. Went to Princeton, got a great job as a book publisher. And like, what kind of shitty luck is it that Anastasia takes his job? Like, what kind of bizarre, like, and was Christian, was this always his plan? Or was the book thing like the final straw of like, that's it. I'm going to kill that guy. Like, <laughs> this guy is just haunting me. Like, I want to know more because this guy seems like he would have been fine regardless of like wanting Christian's life. Like, it like he made it out alive. He made it out of the fall. Like the, I mean, you got to practice gratefulness in your life. You got to practice. Like, what do you wake up? What are you grateful for? Yeah. Like, you need an attitude of gratitude. And this guy probably likes regular sex. Like he's like, doesn't freak people out. Like Christian does like you gotta, you can't compare and despair. And it seems like this guy is living <laughs> in the life of comparing and despairing, but you can like, really use Kim Zolziak's um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but anyways, you guys, a shot rings out. And, and he, he gets shot and he falls. And wouldn't you know it, the fucking gun that Anastasia found near the stapler and the scissors, <laughs> she took it with her in her uh, go out, go her workout clothes for this adventure. But we didn't know that. So it's a surprise. And then Christian gets there and she's like, has to be put in a stretcher and hot because she's banged up, you guys. She's like, and like the baby, we're like, oh no, definitely lost the baby, right? Like, cause he was like kicking her. Right. And I know that Christian was like, oh, fingers crossed. Come on, come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. He's like, come out of this. Uh, Jack, maybe you helped me a little bit more than you hurt me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so there, there's five million, find a staircase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
you couldn't have thrown it on a staircase. Um, so she's in the ambulance. Then they're at this fancy hospital and Christian's mom's there. And they have some, like, he's like, I just want her to be good. And like, they have this uncomfortable hug, you know, like, she'll be fine, baby. And he goes <laughs> into her fancy hospital room and she's like awakening. And she's like, the baby, the baby, you know, like, is the baby okay? And he, you know, we're like thinking that it's going to be lost, but the baby is fine. The baby is totally fine. And they have this talk and he's like, she's like, well, I guess you're not happy about that. And he's like, no. I thought about it and I guess I'm pretty good with it now. You know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty good with it. Like, what does he say? It's like some, I we started blanking out towards the end. Yeah. Like I'm okay with this. He goes, turns out I'm okay. I, it's you like know. he's getting used to like the paint color she picked for the family room of like, goes, originally I didn't like, you know, shade 617 of periwinkle, but <laughs> it's okay. I'm getting used to it. He goes, I did a little research while you're in the hospital. Did you know I used to be a baby and you used to be a baby as well? Um, so all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, it seems like we might be able to work this out. You know, and he's like, you know, it's like, just as long as you promise never to leave my side ever again, you dumb bitch. And, uh, and, and so then like they're, Back at the house, like, but we see this fucking montage of their romance, like they did in Twilight. But it's like every scene was painful for me, where I'm like, "Oh man, no, not that scene from the oh, not that scene from the second movie. Oh no!" Like, there's no like they really overestimate how much we care about this couple. And it's like at least in Twilight they did it right because it made sense because he was like looking into her memories, like it it made sense to have like their own movie flashback of like, yeah. but this, like this did not, they were just like, all right, we need to like, we need to fill up more time. Okay. Yes. We had the fully putting up her ponytail song, like scene. Yes. We had the full parallel parking scene. All right. Let's play a bunch of scenes from the movie four. And we'll like also have that like good, 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 good. Uh, what what was the song too? Like, uh, what was the song? Love me like you do. Love me like you do. Uh, love you like. I wish they could have just done like flashes of all the instruments he used on her and stuff. Like, of like, oh, Mr. Whip. Oh, Mr. Silver Balls. Like, you know, I like, mean, did we talk about when she used the butt plug? When he she finally like submitted to the butt plug? In the second movie? No, in this movie, that was like her big. Oh. Oh that yeah, was that was like thing. yeah, one of the red rooms thing. We was like, yeah, I you know it all blended to me at a point. You know, all like, the butt like, plugs just, but like just I was all... saying, it made it not not exciting. Like it's like, how do we? We're even using instruments, and I'm bored. I'd rather see a calculator at this point. And he, so then they get back, and the last scene, you guys, is them in the red room, and she's like on her knees, pregnant. And she's, you know, like, and obviously now she feels like she needs to prove something like, you know, sex is still going to be cool for us, you know? And I like, honestly, honestly I just got, I got to admit, I don't, I don't understand it. it. Was he saying, she's like, he's like, you're going to, you're the bottom. You're going to be the top. Is he, is, is she yeah, saying he's going to, she's like, going to fuck him? That you're topping from the bottom. Like, it, but does that mean? Was that like a wink of like, well, you're going to fuck me now. And like, I didn't understand. Like, I, I thought it meant like you're dominating, like, even though like I'm fucking you, even though like I'm the top, like you're the one who's dominating 
me like I thought like I thought he meant it in like life or like emotionally but like I am probably getting that right I didn't I didn't understand it was like way too over my head um and then it's like yeah it just how it how the then <laughs> how the film ends like that's the last line is you're chopping from the bottom and then it ends like the godfather of him just closing the door <laughs> yeah it's like I'm like Jesus God and like so, I mean, which is like, all, I just imagine families in the theater going, oh, that's nice. Oh, okay. And then, you know, credits start and I'm like, fuck yes, it's over. And then all of a sudden we have like a Marvel's post credit scene where I'm like, oh no. And of course we see this little toddler, they're like picnicking, you know, and like, everything's great. And it's like, oh, Mr. Gray, this is great. Like this kid's like whip, like, like <laughs> blades of grass and trying to whip people with them, you know? And it's like, and it's like, it's so I mean there's not there's no no point of that you know like I'm like I did, oh I, good they're still alive you know like I don't know and did what you see she is. was pregnant again to show that they do have like <laughs> Annabelle no I didn't I didn't I didn't see that you just wow I honestly did not see that that's or <laughs> that's poorly this poor lady's private parts have just been put through the ringer babies I mean, she, instruments. Needs to, she needs to be a me i mean if anybody needs uh has to have the mia treatment from potomac oh yeah she's a clitoral rejuvenation surgery um i emailed this thing to you can you read it uh let's see so i emailed you um uh like a part from the book okay. that i want you to read okay okay is this from one of the actual books or like from yeah, this is fan from the fiction? actual book. Goose. I pull him deeper into my mouth so I can feel him at the back of my throat and then to the front again. My tongue swirls around the end. He's my very own Christian gray. <laughs> He's my very own Christian gray flavored popsicle. I suck harder and harder. Hmm. My inner goddess is doing the merengue whistles. <laughs> My inner goddess is doing the merengue with some salsa moves. What the fuck is this? Is this the actual writing in the book? Oh, did a third thing from the book? Oh my god! I'm crying. Oh, I love that. I love that. I any guys follow your dreams. Always just just write. Don't it, you don't have to be good at it. You don't have to. It's same with presidency. Just run. You don't have to. You don't have to have. It, you know, mediocrity is not celebrated in this country. I mean, I just, yeah, so I guess like I didn't read the books, um, but it's like when I saw this, uh, when I saw like this path, like this passage online, I was like, oh my God. Oh, wait, wait, are you still there? Hey, sorry, did I hit something? No, no, my computer completely lost power. So I'm on my phone now because I don't have my um, battery pack. So we, I had a full battery and so it just died. So now, but it's still recording because I'm on my phone. So, uh, uh, but yeah, what what, what were you saying? Um, oh, I didn't even know. It was something useless. I'm sure. Um, No, well, um, uh, well. We were talking about her, her, like the, uh, book passage. And it's just like, I totally agree with you. You should encourage all the baddies to follow their dreams because her, original like screen name was snow princess ice dragon that that's the screen name like she wrote this like twilight fan fiction under and it's like look this has become like one of the best selling like book franchise like franchises of all time and it's like you heard ryan do the reading and i just i 
apparently like Anastasia like talks about like her inner goddess, I guess, like whenever she's turned on, like it's her inner goddess coming out. So like when she was saying like my inner goddess is doing the merengue with some salsa moves. I've never done. I mean, I got to listen to the, the audio book. Does the guy crack up during the reading? Like, I mean, does the author read this in the audio books? Like this is fascinating. It would have been like my inner goddess is doing the cha-cha slide is he slides in. My, 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 my I put him in my mouth. My inner child is doing the robot and some, my inner child is doing, my inner child is doing the running man all over his penis. <laughs> my inner child is doing the Texas two-step. Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think you'll understand. Um, well, Annabelle, we I'm did like it again. Purple. I'm dying. I, we're, we're purple, just like an engorged Mr. Purple, Gray. my safe word, purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baloney, baloney, baloney. I said baloney. It's my fried baloney's my safe word. <laughs> what, if my, what, if, what if my safe word is Annabelle DeSisto? Annabelle DeSisto! <laughs> Annabelle DeSisto! If um, anyone, if anything will make somebody stop being sexual, it's saying my name. They'll be, they'll be like, ah, <laughs> just like drop everything immediately. Ah, well, folks, we did another movie series, and I think we did it to the best of our abilities. And I'm very proud of both of us for putting up with this. I mean, to have somebody, to watch somebody go through a sexual awakening on film and feel nothing from it is just a talent in itself. There is no, there is no part of me that ever felt joy watching this, that ever felt like I didn't learn anything. I didn't, there was nothing that I was titillated by that I was turned on by did anything do anything for you uh no the things I was most turned on by were always the credits so yeah it's, it's like this is the kind of I always say this is the kind of film if it was on a plane I'd walk out you know um I just yeah I this did nothing for me sexually I give Dakota Johnson so much credit she had to work so hard <laughs> like so so hard. You really wait, wait, wait. I feel like you are giving Dakota Johnson a little too much credit. You really seem to have like a boner for her. Where I'm like, I do. Come on, dude. Like, she's like not that great. She's like, he's like a bag of sawdust, and like having to create like sexual chemistry, like back to yourself with like this corpse, like of like Robert Kardashian's like hologram that like Kanye rented out, like had more like presence and life to it than like. Christian does in any scene. Like even the scenes where Anna was like in her coma, I was like, she's still doing more than Christian is. Like, I- I like, I, I just, I like, well, the thing like in my head, this is how I always picture it of like, I end up hanging out with her. And I gotta tell you, like, if I do hang out with her, she'll have to win me over. Like, I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already- You're like, listen, like, listen. <laughs> I'm not just going to let you on my podcast. You're going to have to no, win no, me. Not even, no, not even a podcast. Like if like we went to a barbecue and she was there, it's like, hi, I'm Dakota. I'd be like, hi, I'm Ryan. Like I would, I would already <laughs> help. Like I would be like Liz, that lady at work of like, okay, Dakota. Well, we'll see you later. You know, I would not want to talk to her. Because <laughs> what are you going to be like? Hi, like, Dolores. And she's like, no, I'm, it was Dakota. You're going to neg Dakota Johnson. Unless she's like cool about like making fun of the movie. And then I'd be like, oh, it's so bad. If we were like making fun of the movie together, that would be funny. Like, 
Like, is is Dakota Johnson on cameo? I wonder if you could get her to like talk shit about. The I movie feel like cameo. she's like in on the joke that she knows it's a horrible movie. But guess he what? Does not. He you does still not. took you still took money for it. Like that's you know. But has it's Dakota like, Johnson it's, has Dakota Johnson worked since these movies besides Chris Martin? Um. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Um. Well, the, who? Fine. Then who did? You I was hoping take? she did something since you're so in love with her. Um, and whatever she is, it I'll support it. Um, what? Then who do you think did the best in this movie? Like, who did you think was the best? I did. I did. I, I killed it. I watched. I watched. <laughs> I watched each movie. I paid attention. I took notes. Um, good. That's it. That's. Maybe Marsha Gay Harden, the mom, like she didn't, you know, may, maybe <laughs> she did it for two minutes. Well, I mean, none of the people with a lot of screen time did good. In all in all, I give this two so bad boners. What do you give it? Ooh, I give it. Yeah, I, I would say like two and a half. I would say like, like two, like two boners and like a semi. Yeah. Yeah. This movie left both of us not erect. Uh, what, what, what I'm trying to think of like uh, uh, USA Today quotes of like couldn't get it up for couldn't get it up uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Bory. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of yeah, like it's like Fifty Shades wants to go hard but leaves you feeling limp. Like they'd be like something <laughs> dumb like that. Uh, leaves uh, you flaccid. Uh, just like me on Lexapro, I can't finish this movie. <laughs> um, Annabelle, you do movie <laughs> recaps on your pod all the time. Uh, Kelly Williams, one of our favorites. Laguna Biatch is on. Jeff Epstein. Of course, Jeff Epstein is on. Um, do you know how uh, many times and, Jeff and I have tried to do a movie recap and Jeff and I just like are incapable of talking about movies together because we just talk oh, about Yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, I mean, cannot, Jeff, Jeff's like, like can we talk more about my abs? Like Jeff and I are just like, we. it's like this bizarre like force field, but it's like, I just- But, I people, but people like it. Go with, go with what works, you know? <laughs> But it's like, I think who really did a great job in this movie was Rita Ora's real life boyfriend, who is my favorite director, as you know. Oh, Taika Watiti? Yeah. Yeah, that was he. This is okay. So, you guys, Rita Ora now is dating the director of Thor Rangarok and um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows Ragnarok. and God. Ragnarok. And he, um, he's just an amazing director, really funny guy. I'm so talented. But it's one of those relationships where I found out they were dating and I was like, oh, I guess he's not as good as I thought he was. You know, like where it almost brings him <laughs> down to me. You know what I'm saying? Like there are those relationships. I talk about all the, those relationships where you're like, oh, I guess he's not as cool as I thought he was. You know, or like what could he possibly see in her? You know? <laughs> oh. Am I wrong? No, no, the thing is, that's really true. And he didn't even like cast her in Thor Ragnarok. Huh. Yeah, what are you, I'm win. sure there's, wait, I, wait, there's, I think there is, there is a rock in Thor Ragnarok, isn't there? That's what you would be cast <laughs> as, a rock. <laughs> a, it, wait, there's not a wall in there? Um, it, it just, uh, yeah. Oh, Taika. Did you see you guys, Taika also, we talked about this on the pod before, it had where it was, 
uh, her, him, and that other actress that's in Thor Ragnarok, they the were all making who has, out with like, each the other. Best arms in the world. I don't know her like. Yeah, I forget why am I blanking on her name, but they all made out and they uh, paparazzi got photos. And you're just like, damn, Taika's really going for it. You know, he's like making up for lost time of not being a celebrity. And Rita's like, ha ha ha. Rita <laughs> supposedly cheated with Jay-Z at a, a point. There was always a rumor about that, you know? Oh. Yeah. Aww. Um, <laughs> Annabelle, thank you so much for spending two and a half hours. Uh, oh God, that sorry. I will. No, no, no. This is what I owe you. I will. Half an I will hour not, of that was me doing it. Um, lecture about showers you know what the deal with horror writers is is uh voice no uh i will not be editing any of this so uh do not worry everything will be in is there anything that uh adderall and compliments comes out every week make sure you subscribe and rate it five stars uh five stars are nothing freaks and uh is there anything else that we can support you i know you're uh horseback riding a lot with loki and you're winning a lot of medals. Uh, no, you I, that's not a joke. You really are winning lots of medals. Oh, thank you. Um, well, yeah, just subscribe to um, Adderall Compliments and listen to Ryan's episodes. They're my, I, the Twilight ones are probably like my favorite that I've done. They're so like, they just give me, they just spark so much joy. Um, joy that like multiple different like pharmacists have not been able to, you know, my doctor prescribed me a breaking dawn recap so they uh they just made me so happy i love you so much you're so funny um so yeah if so you guys have any if you guys have any for... single if you guys have any single movies that are like one movie not three movies to recap let us know if somebody did you say what's gonna be our next what's gonna be our but next did you say film? didn't you say didn't you say a movie before no, because I wonder what we get. We I did. Fast, I wonder if Fast and Furious franchise would be fun at all. Um, I can't anyways. tell the stars apart. It's like Transformers, where I'm like they all look the same. And yeah, well, that's I said the only good Fast and Furious movie was if they'd all make them drive Corollas <laughs> and just like and there's like so then it would be like all the stunts would be like holy shit a Corolla can do that like it wouldn't like they're all in these muscle cars that can fly. But, and like, stuff. It's what's like, our franchise? What? I said, we need to think of like another franchise to do. I thought you said a French guy. And I was like, uh. Um, well, they do. Okay, smoke, yeah, you know, that's my thing. I'll go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love you so much. Thank you for letting I love me. you. Thank you. No, I mean, you're the only person I do this with. So um, you guys, Adderall and Compliments is the podcast. Thank you. I hope nobody is too offended. And if you are, I told you at the beginning not to do this to yourself. So I love you and I will talk to you, I'm sure, tomorrow or the next day. Uh, bye, everybody. Say goodbye. Betches.